Welcome to DNA Sports Talk. This is Don the D and DNA. This is Ace of the A and DNA. Where we come to you live each and every Monday, 7 to 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. On WWE AM 1100, iRadio Now, iHeartRadio, TuneIn Radio. Where we bring the facts about sports. If you don't agree, say so. Sports Talk. This is Don the D and DNA. Hey, what's going on? This is Ace of the A and DNA. We bring the facts about sports. Don't agree? Say so. 4460387700 is that number to call in. Once again, 4460387700. If you're tuning in to us visually, we see we got a, a panel of guests. <laughs> right, not us. <laughs> three three other pretty faces. Right. <laughs> uh, if you're looking on camera, we got Coach Lundy. Mr. Pope, Coach Bay. First of all, how y'all feeling this evening? Great, man. We're feeling great. Good. Fantastic. 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 Like all right. Easy. All right. All right. Um, so you all are here from T A A L. Now I get, you know, my mind, I'm getting a little older. I I can admit that. Uh, yeah, you need to before we got on here. <laughs> <laughs> it's been about Four years going on five that uh, a couple of you all were here, but it was PAP, if I'm correct. It was uh, Preeminence Academy. See? Yeah. Yeah, see, yeah, I got you. Go. Okay, all right, all right. <laughs> no, Preeminence Academy. Okay. What's changed from Preeminence Academy to and go into TAAL? TAAL uh, stands for the Academic Athlete League. Um, you can say that uh, what Mr. Pope always says, it's, uh, it's like preeminence 2.0. Okay, okay. Okay, so, but tall, tall is the Academic Athlete League. Uh, tall is what we call a developmental league for high school kids. We, uh, for all the kids that got either cut from their high school teams uh, for basketball or needed more playing time or more skill developed, uh, we created a league for them. And uh, it's, been, it's been wonderful. Uh, this past year. Uh, matter of fact, February would make it a year that we've been in existence on just uh, getting the concept out and uh, making it happen to what it is right now. So it's been it's been wonderful. Okay, great. Miss Pope. It's good to see you again. You too, right? <laughs> so in this year, what has transpired to get you all to where you are today? Quite a bit. Uh, when you take a look at the concept and how it's grown from just a prep school to now a league that's branching into now six states, uh, there's a lot that has gone into it. I mean, we're, we've got a nonprofit organization uh, that's behind the for-profit. Uh, we've got Tall NPO Incorporated, uh, which is the parent of Tall Sports Global. Uh, we've brought in all different types of uh, specialists to help us from, you know, a warden MBA CFO 
to board certified physician in several states to help us with the medical side with our players. Uh, we've got uh, a sitting judge on our board of directors. We've got some of the some of the stellar people in the community that have joined on board and helped us out. And then we've got corporate sponsorships like we did not have uh, with Preeminence Academy. And so we've put together a well-rounded machine uh, that now we're about to attack not only Atlanta, but five other states, and then uh, the United States, and then the world. And then we do already have an international initiative uh, that we'll talk to talk about tonight. Okay. Coach Ray. What's going on? Hey, man. What is your aspect when it comes to tall? Um, I wear a lot of hats, so um, I'm a coach as well, of course. Uh, I train the kids. I run the social media. And um, I'm like that mentor to them because I'm, I'm number 30 years old, so... I'm not too far from them, so they can basically relate to me. Okay. Uh, going back to you first where we go back around, what's the one thing that kids are just missing today? Um, I'll say that work ethic, man. It, it takes a lot of work to get to that to the next level, you know what I mean? I put in a lot of work hooping myself coming up, you know what I mean? I used to play for Coach Lundy, so he can, you know – validate that as well so <laughs> but yeah it's the work man that, that work pays off in the long run trust me okay yep when you're looking at tall and how it became an idea to what it is now what was the one thing that you were like wow i didn't think this was going to be an obstacle to overcome because what we try to do is help people to appreciate we're all going to have obstacles but how do you overcome them overcome them and get past it well you know from uh traveling i am a i'm a director as well for what's called the uh high school american showcase uh hsallamerican.com uh shout out to brad estes and brian uh i've been a director with them uh for seven years now and i travel the country 10 months out the year running basketball camps in different uh, cities, helping getting kids, you know, getting them better, but also uh, getting them an opportunity to play in front of college coaches and do evaluations. And one thing I kept finding out uh, from the actual camps were I kept seeing a lot of seniors in the camps. And the question I would always ask is, hey, you got anywhere, you know, who's looking at you? But no, I don't, I don't have nothing right now, coach. You know, the uh, coaches are not doing this. So I got tired of hearing, uh, the coaches are not doing this and the coaches not doing that and they wouldn't really putting no emphasis on themselves so we started talking about that and that bothered me for a while so we started putting the concepts together uh we came together i met with a few guys and uh out of that spawned hey man it'll be great if we can have something for the kids who don't make their teams so if you're looking at for high school kids, and that's for all sports, but we started with basketball. We are definitely expanding into other sports. But when you're talking about not making a high school team in October, now you have to wait until March, probably April, for the AAU season. So now you're six months behind uh, not getting floor experience. Uh, you're six months behind on learning the game at a level to it will put you in position to understand how to get through certain things. So now when you play, you got a summer to try to get all that back. And that was the thing that got us going. So we started having meetings every weekend and started mapping it out. And in February of last year, uh, we did an eight week test, beta test, and it took off. 
So we get, we started working from there, and here we are now. So hey, congratulations! Thank now, you, thank you. For those of you that are listening in, uh, T A A L is the acronym, but the third A has an A plus with it, and that stands for academics. That's Why right. is that so important? It's very important uh, because the way we coin it, basketball is the candy, the medicine in the side. Basketball, which is what all the kids want to play, is what we can put inside of them that's going to last way beyond when they're done on the court. That's really important. So we do have an academic side. Uh, we do help kids with uh, college uh, board prep. Uh, we help kids with uh, making sure that their progress reports are up to date, on par. Uh, we don't wait until report cards. We want to see progress reports so we can catch it and maybe nip it in the bud. Uh, we have an edu educational director also, Mrs. Zandra Pope, uh, who's, who's key and instrumental in that. And then it, I wouldn't just say it's just our, uh, our director of uh, academics. Coach Lundy is huge on it. Coach Bay is huge on it. Uh, Coach Samuel is huge on it. We're all about that. And as a combined and collective effort, uh, these kids know that you cannot slack off in school. If you don't, you will not play for us. Now, there are some kids that are having issues. We work with them through those issues and we leave them on the court as long as we see them working. But if you're just going to slack off and forget about the academics, you can't play for us. Uh, Coach Bay, when you're looking at, well, first of all, how many um, young men are in the program? So it's um, a total of six teams, and um, we do a, um, a maximum of 10 players each team so, so that the kids can get playing time, you know, so they can learn and um, from that time on the court. So well, I mean, each team hasn't filled up yet, but we're almost there. What do you look for in the type of uh, players because I'm assuming there's recruiting mm -hmm. behind this. Um, not mo not so much recruiting. Um, basically, like the leaders for the kids that don't make their teams. We have also have some kids that actually plan on their high school teams. You know, just for extra work. You know, and the knowledge of the game. So that's what we're teaching. Okay. Uh, Coach Lundy, how can uh, a young student enroll in this particular league? Uh, a couple of ways. Um, they can go to our website at uh, www.academic-athlete.com or also uh, on our social media at Tall Sports Global, and that's T-A-A-L, Sports Global. Is that right, Coach Bay? I mean, you the social media man. Yeah. Is that right? That's the right one. We don't want to give out the bad information now. Yeah, yeah. But, it, but it's, been, it's been a wonderful, wonderful journey. Uh, this organization couldn't be possible without all the people that are that are not here uh, that is behind the scenes that is every day making this thing go and you know with the players as well and uh, the players come every week we we practice twice a week uh, and we play every Sunday you know so this year we started December 3rd and uh, we teamed up with some with some great people uh, for uh, Playing for Peace, you know, and, um, you know, Derek Townsend for Hopeful Change and uh, Chris 180 that we got with them. And uh, we played our first game at the Skyhawks Arena. Oh, College Park, okay. Yeah, in College Park. And uh, they saw what our initiative was, and we started talking. And now we have uh, partnered with uh, or in partnership right now completing everything with the Skyhawks. And uh, March 9th, we have a tall night with the Skyhawks. 
So that's going to be a, a wonderful opportunity. Uh, we have partnered with several people and several organizations. Uh, you know, uh, Kelvin Smith with uh, SEMA TV. Uh, we've uh, partnership with them, and they are a streaming service that is on all seven continents. So we have ran our first uh, game okay. on right. on their weekends on the weekends, and we've had fifteen thousand viewers our first game. So it it has been very, very instrumental. So, you know, shout out to all the partnerships that we have. You know, SEMA TV, uh, they're definitely a big part of what we got going on. And, you know, we're definitely looking for a great future with them and uh, running the games on TV because kids don't get to play on TV like that. So when you're talking about giving them a streaming opportunity and they're on all seven continents and they're being looked at, it just gives them a different vibe, you know, for things. And uh, we partnered with Hoop Brothers. And Hoop Brothers is a uh, recruiting service for college recruiting. So we partner with them. They come out and video our games, you know, every weekend, you know. So, you know, shout out to Jess and uh, Tristan and all of them for making sure that we have who we have every weekend. And they'll take and break down the games for us. They, they create a lot of different content. You know, a lot of different things that they push for. So I'm, I'm real excited, you know, for what they have been doing as well. And, uh, you know, we've got some great people behind us. So if you want to want to tell them, and shout out to our Oracle, too. Uh, she know who she is. She, <laughs> you know, we won't call no names, but the Oracle, she makes sure that we, we are on point with everything and 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 she's she's I that like definitely that. That I know, I remember the oracle yeah. from uh what was the movie um, the matrix, the matrix. matrix. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and she's our version the version yeah. Yeah. and she bakes cookies all the way around she, all she knows who we're talking about <laughs> and uh you know we'd be remiss if we didn't mention our corporate partner which is never quit stay fit uh never quit stay fit uh does trainings for people to get in shape and we also have halftime challenges, push-up challenges, free throw uh, challenges. We've got uh, all kinds of different things that we're doing with them. Uh, and their CEO, Lee Hamlin, uh, their brand ambassador, uh, Justice Wright, uh, the tall brand ambassador, uh, Niall Lundy, uh, who happens to be uh, the, 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 the son of uh, Coach Lundy here. Uh, and then when we start talking about you know, the background people that we have. Uh, you know, uh, Dr. Tasha Jenkins, our medical director. Uh, we're talking about Shelton Brown, our CFO, who's uh, a warden grad, I mean, MBA warden. I mean, he he's worked with some of the highest corporations out there. He saw what we were doing. He, t- he didn't take a liking to it. He took a loving to it. He's like, I want to work with you all. I see where you're going. I see where you have an international footprint that you're establishing. I've already done international business. Let me usher you through that so you won't have issues and you all just stay focused on what you're doing. We'll take care of the back end. Uh, Our compliance director, uh, Dr. Mark McGuire, uh, his lovely wife, our marketing director, Dr. Angela McGuire. Uh, uh, Again, uh, my wife, Zandra Pope, she is the educational director and she has been an educator now over two decades. Uh, and a math coach. That's her heart. If you saw that latest, um, I won't go into any details, but if you saw the latest situation between the student and the teacher, oh, oh, that's yeah, going yeah, yeah. anybody in education, woo. especially yeah. nowadays, especially nowadays, further and further, my hats we, off to you. It's very difficult. It's very difficult. It's very difficult, and this change. I've seen the change through the years because I come from a family of educators, and just listening to the comments now that we didn't hear ten years ago is totally different. Yeah. 
And so, you know, also, uh, again, let's let's send a shout out to uh, Coach Joseph Samuel. You were you remember him from last time. He's yep. he's holding it down with the camp for us okay, right now, okay, okay. Uh, doing some amazing things uh, with us. He's been a godsend to us. He's been really helping us. Uh, also, uh, uh, Lavander Madison, who handles Orlando. Uh, we've got John Lewis, who handles Jackson, Mississippi. Uh, we've got Ron Catalog and Maurice Brown that are handling Baton Rouge, uh, Louisiana. We've got Garrett Barnett and Jay Barnett handling Detroit, Michigan. And then we've got uh, Coach Chuck, Chuck uh, Bates, that's handling Huntsville, Alabama. Am I forgetting anybody, Coach? And, and, and then, you know, there's just a host of people. Uh, there are some people that we're not quite sure they want their names put out there. But we've got some very, very prominent people in the political arena, uh, in the judicial arena, uh, executive branches uh, that are all got their hands on what we're doing. Uh, they're members of our board of directors. Uh, I'm sure I probably missed some people, so I'm gonna hand it back to Coach Lundy. Uh, but uh, we, we, we've got a, we've got a stellar crew behind us, making sure that we just take care of what's on the court. They will help us with everything else, so that the business side of it gets taken care of properly. So it sounds like most of this is centered here in the southeast, outside of Detroit. Then, yes, uh, we started with those with those states, um, with the travel and the things that we've been having. And uh, we just saw a need for those states uh, immediately. And uh, we reached out to our connections. And uh, starting in February, matter of fact, February 19th is when we're looking to jump off in those five states. But we've gotten calls, man, from Memphis and from Charlotte and Phoenix. I just wanted to ask anything. Uh, outside yeah. Detroit, o- past on the other side of the Oakland. Mississippi. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, Oakland, uh, okay. Austin, Texas, Texas, by saying Texas San yeah. Antonio, uh, yeah, Houston. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, outside of that, we've gotten up in Minnesota, Boston. We've gotten uh, in New York as well. So we just told them in Columbus, Ohio. So we just told them, hey, just hold tight. You know, we're coming. coming. You know, because there's a need. Wherever there's a sport, there's always going to be kids that will not make, make the teams. Yes, right. So this is needed everywhere. Mm-hmm. And we're just happy to really just get the ball rolling, starting and let them understand who we are and what we're doing. And um, we, like you said, we started as a concept. And it just was a no-brainer to everybody who hears it because we tend to forget those that are lost out. You know. Speaking Hold of... On one second. Okay. We got a call on the line. Hello? Hello? Yes, hey, hello. how you doing? How you doing? Uh, fantastic, fantastic. Hey, my name is Jackson Delore. I just wanted to congratulate um, Coach Lundy and um, Executive Hope on such a wonderful job that they're doing. As he said, it is a fantastic concept because there's a need. And, you know, I'm just really, really proud of both of those gentlemen. They're both my brothers. So I just wanted to call in and just let us know how proud I was of them. He pushed it. Uh, we appreciate that. Jackson is a, uh, like you say, he's, he's family. He's a great friend. Uh, he's been a coach uh, from here all the way over to the Virgin Islands. You know, he's coached at the University of Virgin Islands. And he was the reason that we are now uh, coming to the Virgin Islands for our very first tournament of the year. All right. Uh, all right. First week in April. Okay. So. Yeah, April third. Your passport, your passport, passport, your passport yeah. good. Your passport good. Okay, good. Okay, all right. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so so shout out to Jackson, man. We really appreciate him and his family. Uh, he's opened his heart to us and his doors, you know, and the connections over to the Virgin Islands. So 
you know, Kirby Callender and, uh, you know, Donald Bow, all of his people that have uh, been instrumental, you know, in helping us, you know, you know, superintendents, you know, everybody. They have been wonderful. So we want to thank you, man, for, for just doing, you know, the things that you do out of the kindness of your heart and, and seeing the vision. Well, I more appreciate you, my brother, because um, your heart is gold, man. As a matter of fact, forget gold, it's platinum. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you love, we so, love what we do. We, time, we love what we yeah, do. Yeah, yeah. And then, you know, you're bringing that down to my whole island, you know. So I definitely appreciate you. And we're going to make it work, man. We're going to make it a huge success. Yes, correct. That is correct. So we are definitely uh, promoting right now. Uh, by the fact that we do have access to TV coverage, uh, you know, radio coverage and, you know, the social media, we we are now starting to promote to, you know, capture different types of, uh, you know, partnerships and sponsorships that we're going to be needing to make sure that these kids uh, have a great experience. Because, you know, a lot of these kids don't even leave outside of 285 or don't even get a chance to leave outside, outside there. Georgia or <laughs> yeah, a or particular 100-mile, mm-hmm. right. 200-mile radius or whatever. C- correct. Yeah. So you're talking about opportunities when, you know, the mental health side of things is real strong, too, with them. Because mm-hmm. think about it. When you don't make a team in high school, and let's just say if all of us, you know, tried out, all of y'all made it, and I didn't, yeah. we're boys, but at the end of the day, you know, we joking and laughing. You know that's going to come up. Yeah, yeah. Right? So how yeah. detrimental could that, that be? Or just we got to go and you got to stay. Correct. Let's yeah, not even talk the about the, the day, jokes, you know. I'm, I'm getting going. on the bus. Yes. Right. Yeah, yes. I'm getting on the bus. <laughs> right. y'all, are, y'all are walking to practice. Yeah. yeah. So we've, we've kind of curved that a lot mm-hmm. by having these kids and giving them a platform to, to excel and to learn and to grow. So now they can feel better about themselves, mm-hmm. you know. And we all know it. Me being a former college coach of 10 years, um, when you know a kid don't make it, you can see how crushed they can be. Mm-hmm. And that's a, that's a serious thing. So we've been really diving into that area uh, of things and really understanding, like Mr. Pope said, that's just a candy. Yeah. You know, we're we're, we're teaching them. Right. You know, on a lot of levels. Yeah. So, shout out to uh, to them and also uh, our guy, you know, who has been, which is Jackson, who's been really doing some things. So we appreciate him. Yes. Right. Uh, well, you guys made a, state, a strong statement, not making the team. I made a team, and I'm trying to still feel young. I'm about to walk in this gym right now. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we appreciate you, man, taking the time to call us. Yeah, thank you so much for calling in. Helping out. No problem, no problem. I know, right? Uh, So I guess that's part of the international that you were going to allude to, uh, Mr. Pope. Yes, uh, we're really excited about going down to the Virgin Islands, April the 2nd through the 6th, uh, we've got slam dunk contest. We've got skills challenge. Uh, we've got three-point contest. Uh, we've got an international flavor. We're bringing some kids over from the United States. And as we understand now, you know, a couple teams from Nigeria are coming over. And so we've really made some inroads. We uh, shout out to uh, Superintendent Otley Herman of uh, St. Croix and uh, Superintendent Jurgen of uh, St. Thomas, uh, who we were on a Zoom with last week, and they opened their arms up. They said, whatever you all need, we need this so much here. Let us know we've got you covered. And uh, we're really excited about it. And of course, Kirby Callender, uh, Donald Bow, and the whole crew over there, we can't wait to get there because this is going to be an ongoing thing. 
it's not just one time. We're already planning three, five years down the line, and we're putting together pro formas for that uh, with respect to not only Dubai, but the Virgin Islands. And we also have people lined up in the background ready for us to start doing our initiatives internationally. Uh, for example, uh, in addition to Nigeria, we're looking at Ghana, uh, West Africa. We're looking at the Democratic Republic of the Congo. Uh, we're looking at South Africa. And if you notice, I'm naming different states in Africa where they have players coming over to the United States to play pro ball. Right. Well, we've kind of got our eye in on what's going on there. And with Coach Lundy's uh, vast contacts all over the country with college coaches, we can see a pipeline starting with Tall over there and us being able to usher in some of their kids over here. And we can help with that pipeline from Africa to the NBA. You, you, I, I love that because you brought up starting the Virgin Islands. Wasn't it... Um... Tim Duncan, who came from the Virgin yeah. Islands, but didn't start playing ball till he was like, yeah. like 15, 14 or 15, 15 something. Yeah, he, was he, was like, yeah, he was a swimmer. Yeah, he was a right. swimmer. Right. Much better Prodigy. swimmer, right. Mm -hmm. swimmer. And then you got Aaliyah Boston, who plays for South That's Carolina, Carolina. Yes, who yeah. has uh, all she college. set the record for double doubles, I want to say, mm -hmm. like 73 in a row or something ungodly yeah. number. Yeah. So, she started late too, though. And yeah, she started late too. And interestingly enough, you mentioned uh, Miss Boston. Uh, Jackson... Uh, our friend from the Virgin Islands and our partner, uh, he knows her mother. And uh, we've got a Zoom, I believe, coming up with her. We were supposed to have one a little while ago, but she wasn't able to get on. But when you start talking about those vast contacts, you mentioned Tim Duncan. Uh, Tim Duncan's right hand is aligned with us also. He has one of the largest internet radio stations over there in the Virgin Islands. And so when you go over there and you start helping people and they can see after a few Zooms, hey, they're serious, they start to open their arms to you. And we're very, very thankful for that. Coach Ray, I got to go to you. Yes. And this was a good segue into that. What are we seeing from international players that are coming over here as opposed to American-born players and the style of play? Because we, we've seen... Uh, I'll give an example. Luca kind of come in and kind of take over. Yeah. But he was winning championships when he yeah, was 16 years uh, old. Yeah. Is that a huge advantage? Um, yes, I would say. I mean, I have homies that hoop overseas as well, and they say it's different as well. I mean, it's, it's more physical, you know what I mean? So they get, you get to the NBA, so it's, you know, it's pretty easy, like Luca is saying, you know, and like Jokic, you know, players Jokic, like him as yeah, well. Right. They're able to dominate, you know what I mean? So they're used to playing. Plus, over there, you know, you get to play at a young age. So professional, you turn professional early, like, you know, 12, 13, 14. So, yeah. Okay. So looking at that, is this going to be the new pipeline then? Yes. Okay. All right. That's what I, that's <laughs> all, that's it's all already I wanted started. to hear. It's already that's all started. I wanted yes. to hear. Go ahead, Rick. <laughs> I have a – how do you keep this from becoming AAU-ish? You want to you wanna get that, Coach? Yeah. Well, the, the, the differences uh, with that is that, like, for instance, how we're bringing a different platform. Like, our kids, uh, every weekend when we play, we have pregame and postgame interviews. Uh, we, we give them an opportunity to understand what it's like for the things that they see all the time. They always see in press conference or the, or the guys getting a chance to talk in front of the camera. So when we do that on our uh, Tall Sports Global uh, social media page, you see where not only do we interview the kids, each week we pick a kid, two kids from each team, 
and one does the pregame, one does the postgame. So now when you're getting them a chance to speak in front of the camera, getting them a chance to really do some things, it, it sets them apart. You know, AAU, you, you got to be real special in order to be interviewed, you know, to be honest with you. And that's just one of the things. But by the fact that we have a control on the understanding of what it takes, you know, we do seminars, we get ready to do a seminar shortly on uh, how to be an academic athlete. Uh, what it takes to make sure that your grades is on point, how to get recruited for college. You know, we're, we're giving them presidents uh, of things that AAU is about performing. That's all they want to do is play and win. And uh, I, I don't knock AAU because it does give a lot of kids opportunities to play and showcase. But when you're really diving into the player themselves, and we're talking to them on a weekly basis, we're seeing them on a weekly basis, we're pouring in things that they could have problems with we're we're helping them with that that's where we're different and uh we also we interview our referees as well that's something that that you don't see and uh, all of us like you say just like the other night when the dude didn't call for lebron right you know <laughs> you want to know what they was talking about you yeah. want to know what they were thinking like it's a lot of that so we interview our referees as well we give a platform to these kids where they wouldn't normally have it at all so you mentioned about the interview process and 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 basically public speaking. Correct. And so we know that a lot when we, especially during football season, we've been able to have um, uh, young men call from any program. I'm, I remember we had the gentleman call from Jackson State, the young guy from Jackson State. Three of them. Called three of them in Oklahoma, just all Texas across A&M Texas A&M. Yeah. But you could tell they haven't been brushed, prepped. been prepped, oh, you know, for just any kind of questions. Mm-hmm. You know, you could see it. And it's like, how do you miss that? You know, you know, you, you, you know what I'm saying? Like, how do you miss that part? Like, we have, I fuss about uh, Osaka. Like, her team. I fuss about her team. Like, there's certain things. Like, as your team, how do you not have your perceived person to be number one, not ready for the pressures that come with that? So I kind of hear from you all, you having the young men be ready for the pressure that comes with, you know, once you leave your program, here are the pressures Everything you're looking for, you want to be, then this is what comes with gaining that, you know, getting to that level. Correct. So, and, you know, public speaking, dealing with the public. That's right. Um, answering for your good and your bad. That's right. That's right. <laughs> and, 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 you know, you can see them nervous, but now they, yeah. they like it. They look forward to it. They know it's coming each and every week. They don't know who we're choosing until game day, but you can see the difference <laughs> on how they're speaking and, you know, how they're looking up and how they're understanding that, hey, you know, speaking to the mic or yeah. mm-hmm. make sure you speak up when you're talking, you know, yeah. sit up or, you know, make sure that, you know, look into the camera when you're talking, you know, because they'll, they'll be looking at us and yeah. we're like, nah, look yeah. into the camera, yeah. Yeah. you know, and everything. So it gives them an opportunity and their parents. How do you think the parents feel? Yeah. Think about that. You know, the parents are the ones that really have to deal with them day in and day out on a lot of levels that we don't see mm-hmm. behind, behind it, you know, what goes on. Yeah. But when it's out front and we've got all of them together, you know, and I brought a parent in, you know, we brought parents in yesterday uh, into the uh, room for the interview and say, hey, we want, to, we want you to see your kid while he's sitting here interviewing. And this is his first time. So for them to see that, how you think that makes it's them feel? Yeah. They, they make them feel good at the mm-hmm. fact that they're getting something that's poured into them that they don't normally get. And they'll be able to help out, too. And they'll be able to help out, oh, too. Now, now it's like, okay, yeah. I, he's, he's good at this. Let me... 
do some things at home to keep that momentum going. That's right. And we do have kids that are that are interested in radio, television, film. We talked about that with us. You're like, yeah. yeah. Wasn't never offered to us. Right. Correct. You know, in regular schools and you Correct. know, those things weren't always they were there but it's never pushed, right? You know, you right. get certain things that are always pushed, but those things, you know, aren't. So for yeah. us to be like, well, let's try to push this to end to individuals who don't get the opportunity. Exactly. Come and sit down. Come and sit down and see how it goes. That's right. <laughs> we, we do have some great people behind us. We have uh, uh, my nephew, uh, Ladarian Raymond, and his friend, uh, Joel and uh, Ja Noel. They are the ones who are on our social media. If you look, they have done a couple of commercials for us. Uh, so shout out to the Dash Network TV. That's what he, you know, he does. He's an actor. Uh, his whole entire family, man, his wife, his, his daughter, you know, they've gotten commercials and they've done PSAs and just a lot of great things. So shout out to him and his team and what they're bringing to the table with us. And uh, we have a lot of people that are interested in that area. Uh, one of our, you know, our logo, if you look at our logo, uh, it started with a concept, but our, our team... And uh, Brittany Hardiman, she she has been a go-getter for us. All the, the gear that you've seen early, she made. Uh, all of the logos and things she made, she produced. And then we took it and uh, got it cleaned up, you know, and everything. But she has been a mastermind behind a lot of our ideas when it comes to the, the differences of what we're going to wear and how it looks and these things like that. So her and uh, also Brandy Harris, man, they have been tremendous and uh, we couldn't have done it without those two ladies, man. You talk about the commitment from the players. Is there a commitment from the parents? Yes. Uh, and that's something that has grown organically. And I credit Coach Lundy and Coach Bay a lot for that uh, because of their teaching style when it comes to basketball. But the parents are involved to the point to where, and we're not calling any names, but parents have come to us with issues that they have outside of the basketball court with their kids. And we pull them to the side and we sit down and we counsel with them. I mean, we had a session last week where it got real intense. And that's the way that they trust us. And again, when you have coaches like they and Lundy and Samuel, who these parents know absolutely care about their kids, it's organic. They, they just come to you for all kinds of different things. And, and I'm sure we're going to have a lot, whole lot more of that. But we're really excited about parent participation. Uh, we've got participation that we did not enjoy when we were with Preeminence Academy before. These parents are there every Sunday. They're cheering for the team. Uh, we'd be remiss if we didn't send uh, an acknowledgement to, uh, to Boz Warrington, MCT, uh, who creates an atmosphere there in our gym to where you think you're at an Atlanta Hawks game. I mean, all of the music, all the sound effects, everything is all there and it livens up the whole place. So yeah, the parents are really, really instrumental in what we're able to do with the kids because we've got their total buy-in and they know how we feel about their kids. We got a call in line. Hello? Can you hear me? Yeah. What's going on, Eric? How you doing, sir? Hey. Hey, fellas, I saw two good games this weekend. That's not what we're talking about right now, so I have a question about what, what you're talking about right now. All right. Can you guess, hear me okay? Yes, sir. From elementary, I'm giving you the uh, motive behind the question before I give you the question. From elementary school through college, not including um, summer ball, um, 
they're student athletes, okay? So when when they're when they're playing their game during the school season, they're student athletes. Do you do you have any opinion as to what degree some coaches and um, organizations find the student part of being an athlete burdensome to them? Even when they're playing summer ball, they know that when the school season starts, they're going to be student athletes first, not like in summer ball. Do you know any? Do you have an opinion? To what degree a lot of coaches may find the student part a burden to them? Well, yeah. Um, to be honest with you, um, I've I've dealt with some some coaches, of course, that they just want to use the kid for the talents, and and they can use them for what they can use them for. But at the end of the day, do they get a chance to actually go somewhere? So I'll give you an example. Okay, so. Um, I, I do I do a lot uh, and we and we don't call them student athletes anymore. We call them academic athletes because okay. words are words are very powerful, man. And right now in today's world, when you're talking about being an academic athlete, that gives you more options for you to gain uh, opportunities for college. Why? So because of the grades. So you're talking about uh, a student. They are, they are student first, but when you're an academic, look at the uh, March Madness when it come up. They don't they don't say, oh, he's a student All-American. They always say he's an academic All-American. They never speak on student unless it's a commercial. Other okay. than that, when the commentators are speaking about a guy, they don't never t- tell me when you've seen an academic All-American who don't even play that much on the on the college level, but he's on the team. You know why? Because they need him. They need his grades. They need that because colleges get fined if they don't have a certain grade level for their whole entire academic department. I mean, athletic department. So you've never seen an academic All-American uh, kick get kicked off a team. So you know. So but but back to your question. Uh, I had a kid, and uh, he came to me. Say, Coach, we got a we got a problem. So, can you talk to my mom? I said, Yeah. I uh, met the kid uh, up in New York, uh, up in Long Island. I ran a basketball camp this past year, and uh, met with him. And she said, Hey, look, we didn't have any idea about uh, the clearinghouse for the NCAA. She said, My son just so happened grew five inches over the summer, and he started playing better. And he's his senior year, but we were never told that we had to register for the NCAA clearinghouse. And now that he has a Division One offer, he is three credits short because they never spoke to my kid about making sure that they register. Because it was too much of a burden. Because to... it was too much of a burden. A lot of and see, and this is what I always say. I said, look, I don't never knock high school. Uh, uh, coaches, I think they have a lot on their plate. Some of them are counselors, some of them are lunch. You know, they got it. They got that lunch duty or ISS. You know, so they have a lot on their plate. But it does come with a lot of responsibility too to make sure. And I know when I played back in the day, my coach, you know, we always say that coaches kind of made sure that they took care of you. But nowadays, you know, a kid can move into your school, and the kid that was the star last year is no longer on the team this year. So there's there's the discredit right there for a lot of the coaches. They don't find a ways to mend that together. They just try to look for the next best thing, and if they come into them. So I've had coaches talk to me as well about homegrowning guys from sixth, seventh, and eighth grade and keeping them within the uh, same district and keeping them within their school. So I've had I've had some uh, conversations with that. So yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of coaches out there that that do care about the kids, but there's also a lot that doesn't. 
Well, they care. I, my experience has been that the ones that find the, the academic in too much of a burden often do care about the kids. But they they also care that as it is, it is their professional responsibility to coach this person as and teach them to be a relatively good citizen through the coaching process. It's the um it's the um administration's responsibility to pick up that burden because the burden is not a bad thing, okay? But it's the administration's responsibility to pick up that end of the burden, the academics, and they shouldn't have to do that. So I just kind of wondered, yeah, you know. Yeah. Is it is it just look? You're asking me to do some. Is it a lot of look? These people are asking me to do somebody else's job as a in addition to the job that I'm getting paid to do. Is that is that what it comes down to a lot? It it can, but I'll I'll flip the script on you real quick. But before I do, uh, when you are coach, you're not only a coach. You are a dad. You are a uncle. You are a friend. You are everything to them. Everything. It comes with so much, man. We we wear uh, many different hats. So we're all that to them. But to flip the script with with today's technology, you know, there's no reason for a lot of kids out here not to know what's going on and the parents. So for Tall, we have we have flipped it a little bit with the parents. So we post when we practice. We post when the games are. So when we have parents call us, hey, we just want to know when is practice or when is the games, go check social media. Get with your kid. Yo, have some responsibility with your kid. Because if you want this, it comes with everything. You're doing everything for them anyway. You're spending a ton of money for AAU. You're getting their shoes. You're, you're buying this. You, they got everything that they need. But when it comes to the most important thing, when we start talking about have you registered with the NCAA.org? Well, I think we have because AAU told us that we had to register. But have you finished your registration? Because there's more to it than that. So we're giving them a whole experience. And I can tell you tomorrow evening, doing practice, we practice tomorrow at 7.30. We're taking all the seniors, and we're already starting their, their process. Man, we didn't talk to several college coaches already for our seniors. And you talking about what that makes them feel like. So, yeah, I definitely uh, get you. And uh, we're just changing the narrative, man, to make sure that we put more on the uh, a- academic athlete to let them know that they have options. Because when that comes to the house, you know, any academic guy or girl, for that matter, because we, we are looking to have the, the young women as well, the young ladies play. But for an academic athlete, they do have a lot of letters that come to the house from colleges because colleges fights for admissions. I don't care if they're public or private because federal dollars don't have a face to it. Correct. They The more students that they can get in, they fall into a different bucket. They fall into a different bucket. So the more they can get in. So when these kids have these letters at the house coming from these colleges, I always ask the parents, did you write the actual coach and told them that you already got uh, academic status from your school, from the school? And they tell me no most of the time. And I say, see, so you're holding on to valuable assets right there when you're telling me you don't know which way to go and how to get recruited. So when and do, you, and do you know the dean of academic affairs name and resume? <laughs> That's important. Okay, I'm gonna go back to listen. I have some other questions, but this is their broadcast. I just have you just have to hit on some topics that are appealing to me. But that's important. Yes, yeah, it is. you know who the coach is, and you yep. may even know who the athletic director is. But do you know the dean of academic affairs' name and their resume because that is going to affect your your son or daughter's progress 
and you should know. I, and all I, right, and I'm glad I'll you go said back to that. listening. I'm glad, I'm glad you said that, brother. You know, I'm gonna call y'all an Aflac. Y'all can have the insurance, but if you don't have the additional that comes along with it, you know, you can still be left out. So, mm-hmm. um, that information is, is definitely needed. Eric is our longtime listener, he's right. always always calling in, right? <laughs> we appreciate him. Another question I'm a youth coach foot, in football mm-hmm. and dealing with the parents. Is a nightmare on any given Saturday, and <laughs> not only from why ain't my son playing, but also to the off the field stuff between parents and the gambling and the, all these things that have brought a negative light on youth sports. How are y'all dealing and handling those? Well, interestingly enough, uh, we have a very very unique relationship with our referees. And if I can acknowledge uh, referee Jay Mostiller of uh, Under, the Whistle. Under the Whistle LLC and Marlon Brown, uh, we keep a tight ring, very tight. Uh, we've had a few instances uh, in our gym, but we jump all over it. And even the referees before every game, they pull both teams together and lay down the law and then turn around and talk to the parents, lay down that law also. And... I feel for you because referee Jay was telling us the night before he did an 8U game, refereed, 8 and under, and all you know what broke out. I mean, we're talking about grown men throwing haymakers at each other right there. They had to stop the game. For 8-year-olds, 7-year-olds. 8 and under. They can't even run 5-year-olds. They don't even understand what they're doing out there. Yeah, yeah, I was about to say. (laughs) Probably out there because their parents weren't out there, you know? Without turf monsters. Right. (laughs) Right. Right. And so uh, we stay on top of that and we've got that relationship. Uh, We interview the referees just like we interview the players. Uh, We want to get their perspective. And that goes out on our social media also because the parents need to hear from the referees as to what they're seeing also. And so we haven't had that issue because we've been proactive to jump on top of it before it became an issue. Go ahead, Coach. Yeah, but and also, too, like you said, uh, a lot of parents, they don't even know, but they live vicariously through their kids. You know, and they want their kid to succeed so bad that they will go any length to make sure they get it, but it, it puts a negative light on things. So like what we do is that we run several different levels. Okay, so we started with the high school kids. Uh, we are every Monday and Wednesday out uh, here in Cobb County run a program called SLB, Successfully Learning Basketball. And we teach the kids from a fundamental level and we talk to the parents as well to give them that cohesiveness to understand why you're here, you know. So when you're dealing with that, especially with youth football, it's certain things that you said with the gambling things that you just cannot, you know, to deal with because you're so much focused on the kids. But if you can talk to the kids, kids have sense enough to understand certain things and to tell their parents because they can tell the parents before we can. Hey, you need to you need to relax. Dad, just chill out, you know. Just just <laughs> we relax. Good. We're good. Right. We're good. We're good. So, you know, what we have done, we have bonded with our parents and the relationships. And when you do that, a lot of parents just want to be heard because, once again, their kids probably hadn't had an opportunity until now. That's why you always hear about, like you say, oh, well, they went and started an AAU team because my son wasn't playing on this team, so I'm going to take him and start on this, start his own team. And then all of a sudden, he's getting all the playing time. He's getting all of these things. But it's not being 
code it to where the kid understands why. So you may have to start really holding just sessions with the kids and the parents together and start giving them ways to understand on how to make sure this thing grows together because that's all they want. They just want their kid to be the best. But what does that look like? And then factoring in whatever negative experience, like you mentioned, they've already had. Correct. Going into the situation. There's a lot behind that, yeah. you know, a lot of that. So, yeah, definitely bringing them together. You may hold something and just say, hey, just want to talk to y'all just to get your opinions because they just they just so be ready to just lash out. But sometimes it can sound different than what it really means. Yeah. So when you get a chance to talk with them like that, it opens the door. Okay. It opens the door. Um, as we mentioned, you all haven't been here in a while. We've successfully made it through the pandemic for us that are here. That has played a lot into the transfer portal. I mean, it, it's, and football has been blown out of proportion. Um, basketball, pretty much the same way. You've been able to add COVID years to playing time. How has that helped or hindered what you're trying to do? Go ahead and talk about it. Maybe not. Okay. It may, maybe not. It's huge okay. y'all right now, but have y'all done anything no, looking no. at what the NIL? It about does. To? It okay. does. Okay. It does. Okay. And I'm, I'm going to give you, give, you, <laughs> give you some things. So, okay. So by me being a director for the high school, American showcases, you know, we are constantly, so we give, I give a speech, right? And I educate the parents, but then I give them, the real deal as well. And here's the real deal. I give them a level. I said, when you're talking about a kid in high school trying to make it to the next level, it's already tough enough that if they're the best one in their, in their group, they're always getting patted on the back like this. And, and now they think they don't have to work as hard. They don't think, has, and then you got dudes out there that are straight go to work on you. So you got to always be up on your things. And I've started with that. And I tell them, say, look, nah, don't be patting me on my back. We got work to do. If you plan on doing this, we got work to do. We got to always be prepared. So I tell them when college coaches are looking at, at school, you know, at players, what happens is that they evaluate their players first. Who are they going to keep and who are they going to release? Because back in the day, if you anybody in here played any kind of sport, when you signed, you signed for the duration until you leave there. Yeah. Nowadays, it's contractual. Mm -hmm. And the coaches now have all the power. If they don't like something that's going on with you, or if they don't like it, they can call you into the office. Hey, man, we appreciate it, but we're going to release you, and we're going to look for something different. So how can you stop that? So they'll look at their players, who they're going to evaluate and who they're going to keep. Once they do that, then the very next thing is the transfer portal. The transfer portal has evened out college sports in a lot of ways that the, a lot of the, the, the lower level colleges that wasn't really that good that year, all of a sudden they get the pick of their liver, litter because in September, 43% of the kids are still not picked in the transfer portal. You just directly See, broke that. That's look. the thing though, because oh. I don't think people realize that, yeah, I can go into the transfer portal, but there's only a certain number of positions well, give me, that are there. Let me, I think, and tell me if I'm wrong in thinking this way, I think maybe that's just now hitting the football side, but I think that's always been the basketball side. That's the reason why well, right now you see maybe going on right now so many evenly teams, say in this top 25, there's really yeah. truly no real number one, right? Like, it's, yeah, yeah. 
beyond parody. <laughs> and you're, and you're but right. I mean, and I don't think you're people right. understand basketball what you're is just always explained. yeah. Basketball has always been there because you don't have that many players on the team. Football, you got sixty. You yeah. got you got a whole bunch, so you could take players and hold them for a year or two and see how they pan out. But for basketball, it's a constantly rotation. So with with the transfer portal, these players have go in and they had thousands of players. So by the end of September, forty three percent has not entered entered into and got a place to play. So what are they going to do? They got to sit because they don't have a place. So now they're taking anything, especially if you're a Division One player. You think a Division Two school is not going to take you? Think an NAI school is not going to take you? And don't do a 4-2-4. You know, you went to a four-year, then you drop down to a two-year just to get yourself, you know, back yeah. in the playing field, and then you go back up to a four-year school. So you got the transfer portal. After the transfer portal, junior college. Junior college, you got some junior colleges out there that are beat four-year schools down. Because you really, if you look at it, a lot of a lot of players go JUCO because of the grades. Great, right. Yeah. So, so you take a look at it. Not so much as the talent most of the time. That does play a part of it. But a lot of division, a top-tier players go junior college route because of grades. So now you're looking at that. After the, after the junior college, prep school, post-grad. Post-grad players get looked at because they play against colleges. They get a chance to perform against the colleges so they can get picked up. And at the very bottom is the high school players. So now you they tell you you have to be extra this, you have to be, you know, extra that. So how can a player find a place and find a home? So we've been teaching and that's one of us part of our seminar on how to write letters to the colleges. What do you need to say? And becoming an academic athlete, because I guarantee you, being an academic athlete, if they know that they don't have to pay for your your tuition, and you're an academic athlete, usually tuition is paid for by you, the college you itself. A, you become more of a, a better asset to Correct. Them. And that's all they got to give you is housing and food. That's a full ride. And plus, they ain't got to worry about losing you at the half. And there ain't a college out there that don't lose an athlete at the half. Yeah. You know? So you're talking about being an academic athlete. It has its advantages. It has its advantages. Can we go back to school? I know, right? I'm ready to go back. You know what I mean? <laughs> Man. Get my post I missed all this. Up. Right. <laughs> How was it like playing for Coach Landy? We got, uh, be honest, be honest. No, I, 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 it, was, it was great, man. I learned a lot. He's been like a father figure to me. You know, he taught me a lot of the game. He got, the man got moves, definitely in the, in the post. <laughs> yeah. Um, recently, we, we've been shooting against each other. He, he's up one right now, but. Um, oh, yeah. I'm on, oh, look at, uh, listen. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm yeah. On, I'm on the way. You're I'm on the way. Bro. I'm not too far. But no, it, it was a blessing for him. I've known him um, for about 11 years now. So he signed me right on the road. So, yeah. Wow. So, yeah. Speaking of junior college, I had to go junior college coming because I've been missing 30 points for my SAT score. So I was down about going JUCO, but I underestimated it. You know what I mean? It's pros everywhere, you know, each level as well. So got to the junior college level, and it was it was some hoopers there, definitely. Yeah. Now, do both of y'all, we'll start with you. You can speak to it more so. Do they try you? What, you talking about the players? Yeah. Oh, every day. <laughs> every day. Uh, some of them are watching. They know. That's they know. All I'm <laughs> <laughs> That's all I'm 
I'm getting back in shape. I took um last year off because I, I was re- recently playing, but um I focus in with the business, so I've been focused. But yeah, I'm getting back right. I still can shoot though. <laughs> no matter what. No matter what. <laughs> he, he, can, he can shoot it. Yeah. He can shoot it. And and that's what we do. We challenge each other every day, yeah. and the players love it too. So how you figure you got an atmosphere for these kids to come in and to be themselves, knowing that they can make mistakes and don't get jumped on, but yet get taught hey look here just take this do this you're fine so now they're coming in and their attitude is changing so if their attitude changes it makes it better for the house too so now the grades we had a we had an instance where you know and i'm gonna let mr pope tell this one about dunkin donuts but before i do that you know we have an initiative out in dubai okay so our first trip is is at the university you know we're going to the virgin islands for our tournament but we've we've also uh you know, partnered with Blue Arrows Marketing and uh, Mr. Rajesh uh, Menon out there, and uh, who he's the director out in Dubai. So we'll be going to Dubai in a few months to run a 90-day camp for their kids. They they've been following us on the social media. They love what we do, and uh, we've become you know partners in this in this thing to teach their kids as well. And we look at having their uh, their tournaments. We're looking at having a tournament in July, taking our kids to Dubai as well. So, yeah. Can just, I be one of the kids? Just one yeah. of the I, just, I, I just said I got to go back to school. Right. You, got, you got your bag. <laughs> <laughs> I just yeah. said I got to, uh, you know, redo. I thought I got three years of eligibility my, left. You know, Columbus State, you know what to do. Hold on. Also, though, um, I know we've been talking about the high school, but um, we're transitioning into a men's league as well. Okay. Yeah, so. Okay. If y'all still got it, you know what I mean? Right, me. <laughs> <laughs> hey, y'all still wet now. Please believe that. <laughs> I don't play no defense, though. Can, can I, well, I'm just letting you know up can front. I, can I stay in the corner? <laughs> <laughs> yep. It's fine, right. <laughs> so, yeah, we're, we're capturing all of them from top to bottom. So, with SLB, it's kids ages 5 all the way up to, like, okay. 14, 15 years old. But we're starting a little league for the kids as well, uh, starting in April. And then also the men's league is starting up in April as well. But we've had kids who have been, you know, the parents have been very grateful. The kids was coming in late, wasn't doing doing right. As soon as they started playing for us, they just she was just happy. And they was like, it changed them around. He started coming in on time. He started doing all his chores. His grades went up because he was in D's and F's, and he went up to B's and A's. So she was like, the program has really worked. So you're talking about giving kids opportunities where they wouldn't normally Give them the candy to get the medicine. Right. Well, yeah, and, <laughs> and just a little bit more to that story, Coach and I were having a meeting at a Dunkin' Donuts, and she saw the tall on his shirt, the young lady that was working behind the counter, and she said, my brother plays for that team. She thought it was a team and not a league. And then she walked from behind the corner. Now, she's working. She walked from behind the counter, came out, and talked about what has happened to her brother who stayed in trouble. Now he's doing everything he's supposed to be doing. Wow. He loves what's going on with Tall. Then pulled her cell phone out, put her mom on the phone. Right there. She's working now. <laughs> put her mom on the phone. Her mom talked to Coach. And she said, whatever it is we can do to help you all out, just call me. Because you all have made a difference in our family. Structure, That's what it's about. Structure and discipline. That's what all the kids want it. Yeah, all okay. of them want it. We all want it. We all yeah, want we it. All right. Right. We all want it. Children need it. We want it. We right. want it too. Exactly. <laughs> we, we look for it as well. Uh, yeah. Before we let you get out of here, um, tell us once again what TALL stands for, how people can sign up, how people can help, everything. Uh, uh, once again, uh, T-A-A-L stands for the Academic Athlete League. 
Uh, they can go to our website at www.academic-athlete.com or they can t- check out our social media uh, on Instagram at Tall Sports Global. That's T-A-A-L, sports with an S, global. And uh, they can register on our website. They can see how we're coming to the other states uh, next month. And, uh, you know, SEMA TV is going to be right there with us starting next month, really pushing it out heavy for all the other uh states as well so we can put these kids on tv give them a platform so everybody can get a chance to see them and uh just change the atmosphere hey that's awesome hey, i want to thank y'all once again for coming in man really thank y'all great to see y'all hey, guys okay, be so long next time yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. so long next time and get your bags packed maybe, I, 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 maybe, I, maybe, I, maybe, maybe you want to come when, to dubai with I'm us at, when yeah, i'm at the yeah, airport yeah. don't be like who, who's, who's that and again just so we're We'd be remiss if we didn't give another shout out, if you will, to Rajesh Menon. Blue Arrows Media has been doing so much with us over Mm -hmm. there in Dubai, and not just Dubai, but all throughout the UAE. And so we've got a real strong partner over there, and uh, we're becoming family, so we're really excited about it, and uh, get your bags packed. And don't forget the stretch as well. <laughs> I, got, I, got, I, got, I got I got I got a request though. Yeah. If we come back, bring bring a couple of your your, your outstanding young men. Okay, yes. to, you know yeah. what I mean. Yeah, they love that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bring, you know, so they can actually talk. Talk, yeah. yeah. Right. yeah. Y'all decide who. But bring they can talk. You know what I mean. Bring, so they get used to, to doing yeah. this as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's okay. right. Yeah, awesome. yeah. Coach Lundy, Mr. Pope, Coach Bay, thank you so much. Go ahead, go ahead. Maybe we can talk internship with some of the kids. You know, possibly. Hey, there we go. Yeah, let's do that. Yeah. Let's do that. And, and, and let's get your kids out here to the games too, man. That's on us. Yes. Let's get your kids out so they can see what's going on. It may be a different sport, but together. Let's right. let's get them out there, you know, so they can see yeah. what everything is and what they're looking at, and we'll interview them as well. Yes. All right. Sounds good. Appreciate you all. Let's go to break. We come back. We'll get into this weekend sports. This is DNA Sports Talk, 1100 AM. Be right back. Join me for a minute. I want you to hear something. Sports Talk it is. Welcome. You're listening to the Sports Talk Show, and I'm the Sports Talk Wayne Candy. The three-point conversion sports lounge, and I'm your host, Mr. Controversy. Hello, and welcome to DNA Sports. I'll just down to DNA. What's going on? This is Ace of the A and DNA. We're bringing facts about sports. It's Sports Roundtable. I am your humble host, H.O. Download the Real 1100 app from your Google Play or Apple App Store today. Jackie Robinson. When you hear that name, you automatically think of strength and courage. You think of someone who broke down barriers. It's time to add another name to those qualities. Cicero Murphy. Haroling from New York, he is the only black American world title winner and Hall of Fame inductee into the Professional Billets Hall of Fame. Did he endure the same treatment as Robinson? What motivated him to get to the top of a Caucasian-dominated sport and stay there? Pick up a copy of the book, Big City Nights, the biography of the legendary Cicero Murphy. It is beautifully written by his grandson, Tyreek Murphy, recounting what made his grandfather a historic man. You can go to Amazon and get a copy of the book for your Kindle or in paperback form. Make sure you go and read about the billiards Jackie Robinson, Big City Nights, the biography of Cicero Murphy. This is DNA Sports Talk. This is Don, the D and DNA. Make sure you check us out each and every Monday, 7 to 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. 
through TuneIn Radio, iRadio Now, and iHeartRadio. And make sure you check out DNASportsTalk.com. If you're more than just a Hawks, Falcons, or Braves fan, get the latest and greatest sports news on MLB, PGA, NASCAR, WNBA, NBA, NCAA, and NFL news and highlights. And now back to DNA Sports Talk with Don Stinson and Asa Brown on WWWE 1100 AM. This is DNA Sports Talk. This is Asa, the A in DNA. Check us out each and every Monday, 7 to 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on WWWE AM 1100 or DNASportsTalk.com. If you're more than a Falcons, Hawks, and Braves fan, check out the latest and greatest in sports and news on MLB, PGA, NASCAR, WNBA, NBA, NFL, and NCAA News. Hello and welcome back to DNA Sports Talk. This is Don the D and DNA. This is Ace of the A and DNA. We bring the facts about sports. You don't agree? Say so. 4460387700 is the number to call in. Once again, 4460387700. Appreciate everyone from Tall for coming in and talking about all the wonderful, amazing things that they are doing with our academic athletes. You have changed my mind on how I'm going to say that going forward. Yeah. That uh, it's academic Acad- athletes yeah, uh, going forward. Um, Taking, um, starting off young men that will go to women uh, from the high school level, trying to get them prepared and ready for college and to perform on a great standard. Um, I want to go NCAA since we're kind of in that subject. Of course, Billy Packer, longtime commentator, passed away. 82? 82? 82, yeah. Uh, he reminds me of uh, Keith Jackson for college basketball when you knew Billy Packer and Jim Nance was, was the calling. big game. It was the game. Yo, yeah, the it was game, the yeah, game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, along with a Dick Vitale. Dick but, Vitale those, yeah. but, but those who but were Dickie V only did like one of the... Well, it was mostly ESPN. ESPN. But, but CBS, yeah. you know, had all the local channel that mm-hmm. you can pick up without having to have cable. Yeah. You know, it. you knew it was going to be a big game. Um, also in NCAA, congratulations to our friend Jason Campbell. He's yeah. now going to be calling... Um, he'll be... Um, Doing uh, come an analyst for nice. Auburn. So Auburn, congratulations yeah. for him taking over for Stan White. So yeah. from one one quarterback to passing another. it to another one. Uh, congratulations to him. Your boy Bill O'Brien is uh, leaving Alabama. Going Actually, to the Alabama Patriots. fans should be clapping. I know. <laughs> you, know you, yeah, you should be happy because that offense is. I mean, the offense is good, but I feel like um, it'll be interesting to see what Saban does. You think I'm, Cliff Kingsbury gonna come back from Thailand to? I think he's a phone call. Yeah, if you want to keep his money, talk about contracts. He's supposed to be looking for a job in order to get a percentage of what he's supposed well, he to get from. he bought a one-way ticket to Thailand. We'll, well see. He probably might get stuck over there because <laughs> he's not abhorrent to his contract contractual duties as far as right. if Arizona would continue to pay him out what they owe for, what, next four years, five years? I think so. Phuket is a beautiful place, though. Hey, listen. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he... He gonna be back. He'll be back. He'll be it's back. It's just a matter of you. You, you talk where? about pride and and coaches probably have you just be the, not in a bad way, but the most utmost pride, right? Mm-hmm. You know, and to end on a failure is not going to sit well with them. So 
So he's going to be back sooner than later. Right. Um, you know, I just think for him at the collegiate level, Alabama might be a good place to go. Because yeah. Saban got the defensive side down, Pat. Is, 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 well, yeah, he he. that's why he went and got Lane Kiffin early on. To He knew that the offense. Kiffin and Sarkeesian. The defense, everybody was catching up to the defense. So he yeah. needed to start scoring more points. Mm-hmm. That's when, you know, a while ago he brought in Kiffin to start mm-hmm. retooling the offense and putting up more points. Yeah. So, I, you know, maybe maybe him, but who knows. But Bill O'Brien, I still think, is a is a – Good look for Alabama. Alabama. Uh, <laughs> Stetson Bennett got a uh, public intoxication. Yeah, he should have been in he Dallas. He should have been don't at the, go to the You don't go to the crime, the scene of the crime. You just put up 70-some-odd points on. Like they the, still recognize yeah, him. Yeah, no, they still know who he is and got him on the, on the platform. Most wanted. Lord, <laughs> <laughs> you go do that in Houston or, or you know, I saw we out west. Don't go to Dallas and have a beer. <laughs> no. I, I was about to use the wrong terminology. He was knocking on doors for some reason at 6 o'clock in the morning or whatever. I thought he was in Athens. <laughs> Just ask Rick. Rick, your boy thought he was in Athens. Hey, man, he's on the tour. <laughs> he's on the tour, man. He thought he was in Athens. Hey, I Heard his draft stock? Yes, No. Was. He was the fourth rounder to begin with. At best, a fourth rounder. But why not? Because he white? Let's, I mean, let's just be exactly. honest. Exactly. No, no, hold on. Three reasons. No, I'm going to give you, I'm gonna give so, you three reasons. Give you three reasons. If he was black, even if he was going fourth round, he would be undrafted, right? For something like this. Probably so. Probably so. But, okay. if he, but, but if he was a national champion quarterback and black, he wouldn't be a fourth rounder. Times he'd be, two. He'd be a first rounder. And probably, uh, uh, right. uh, you know, he'd be. But, and so, if he did something like this, he would drop to what, third round? Third. Okay. Yeah. So I mean, you, you got to look at Lamar Jackson did absolutely nothing and then go to the first round, the second round. You he know, was late first, he, he went 30, 32nd, first round. first round. Right. So 32nd pick, first round. So yeah, right. And Lamar didn't do anything. He did nothing. And so yeah, third round. If he was, yeah. I don't have a problem with him not going to the Senior Bowl. I mean, what For is there what? left to prove? He's a I want back to back national championships. I have nothing else to prove. There is no. This is the. This is probably. He could only hurt himself more than again. Coaches probably related to this. This is when you have too much time on your hands. <laughs> so with him, because he has to your point, he's a fourth rounder. Regardless if he goes to a, a, a combine, you know, which I wouldn't. I wouldn't. So nothing to prove. Did now I got free time? I'm coming off. I'm twenty. What twenty five and one. 20, 25 years old. Bike to about? bike. You know, back-to-back yeah. national championship. I'm the toast. He's I just a had the Georgia fan. Georgia fan. I, just, I just went to a high. I'm a Heisman finalist. I'm the yeah. toast of a town everywhere I go, except for in Dallas. He <laughs> didn't need to be in Dallas. But, right. so, but yes, but, I mean, again, fourth round, okay, now he goes fifth. Maybe sixth now. He Okay, he turns into Brock Purdy, Mr. Irrelevant. Mm, it's possible. Um... Uh, Speaking of, uh, Bronny James is one of the highlights for the McDonald All-Americans. What's his ceiling? I, I, what's his ceiling? I, I, what's his ceiling? Coach Vape, what's his ceiling? Is, is he, still here? Let me ask you the real question. Is he yeah. stealing somebody's spot because he's he's LeBron's son? No, he put in no, work. No, I just want to let you. Okay. okay. He's improved, definitely. He's improved. Okay. He okay. deserves it. Okay. 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 I believe it at that. So let, let, no, let's start there. Fine. But, let's, let's start yeah. there because most people think what I just said because uh-huh. he's LeBron's son, he's stealing somebody's spot. Yeah, I mean, people got their own opinion. I mean, of course that highlights it because he's, he's LeBron. I'm not mad at it. You use the... 
use the ability everybody else does yeah, it. Right. The, the Manning boys did it yeah. because of their father was exactly. a court, you know, quarterback yeah. legend and whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying he should not leverage that or whatever. I'm just I'm gonna ask you, do you think Bryce is better? I say he will be. Uh, he's only a freshman, so right. and he's gonna be taller than him. Correct. So. Okay. I, okay. I, just from what and you know the reaction you all know everybody has a mixtape now. They don't yep. earn a mixtape, oh, but everybody has one. But it oh, but the mixtape I've seen of Bryce, he's gonna be that dude. Yeah. He definitely is. Like he's sprouting like he's got he's got some of what Bronny got now, but he's taller. You know what I mean? Be, you know what I mean? He's more gonna, like his dad. He's father. gonna have that. Dad, he's gonna have that frame dreams. once he get in the weight room yeah, and everything. Yeah. yeah. You know, and, and usually the youngest one is the toughest one because right. yeah. you take you that with the with the ball boys. You saw that with the ball boys. Yeah. Mello. Mello is the best out of all he's three. The best of them. They, they called it too though. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, you know what? Give give LeBron. I'm gonna give LeBron. I don't think LeBron gets enough credit on that side. Um, of being a father. Being, you know, one of the recognizable athletes in the world, mm-hmm. and then having your sons, we talking about Bronny now, the pressure that he Bronny's getting Man. because of his dad. No fault of Bronny, you know what I mean? You know, yeah. you do that to your advantage, but it also comes with the flip side. It comes with probably some pressure that he shouldn't have. But you know, we just talked about Stinson getting in trouble, and you don't hear nothing about LeBron and you don't hear nothing about the boys as far as just their stepping outside the line in any kind of way just their play on the court but yeah Yeah. there's nothing outside of that it's strictly on the court yeah yeah. he's done a great job with that give him him, him credit you know what I mean right I'm telling you it's it's, you know but people don't understand too uh, you know I shout out I always like to say uh, the ball brother's father Mm -hmm. I like to give him his his play, he used what I always call the Muhammad Ali effect to get the spotlight on his kids. Yeah. yeah. He did that and so that it can gain the attention. He knew where they was going, but he was already preparing them. He was already preparing them. And when they got into the league, they jumped all over them, but they settled in. Yeah. So he knew exactly what he was doing. So like you say, yeah, I, I agree. Uh, those young men, they, they have it because their father has put them in a position. They follow the routines that he's doing. You, you're supposed to be like that. Yeah. You're supposed to be like that. And I do think that the youngest one is going to be the better one. He's what more happened, Jordan? To me, to more forward. Ask people what happened. We take shots over shots here. Fired. <laughs> shots fired. Shots <laughs> fired. Ask wife. Oh. Oh. Hey, listen. Facts are facts. They all dating. He went there with it. When they come no, after you, that ain't. come to the dawn and be in DNA. No, listen, that ain't got nothing to do with that. You know, I started it. I know you started it. Oh, uh, before man. we transition, we're going to stay in basketball for a little sec, for a quick second. I don't know if you saw what Amani Bates did last week. Scored 27 straight points for his team, oh. dropped 43. Uh-huh. Is he the poster child for, hey, I can go somewhere else and still be seen and add value to get to the NBA at some a, point. He's at a division. Uh, Eastern Michigan. Yeah, yeah, okay, a lower it's level it's division. Because yeah. okay. no, it was at Memphis. Yeah. Uh-huh. And then something happened. Yeah. But no, it's definitely, he's he's showing that, um, that is, I mean, you can always, at any level or whatever you, whatever school you go to, you can make a name for yourself. You know what I mean? That's the thing of, 
Cause like coming up, me coming out of high school, everybody want to go D1. You know what I mean? But a lot of D1 players that do go D1 sit the bench and they don't get that recognition. You know what I mean? So it don't matter what level you go to or what school you go to, you can put that you can put that team and your name on the map. Let's go NBA. So the All Stars were named. Yeah. And B got snubbed and he took it out on Jokic the other night. Good. Hope he doesn't for the rest it. of the season. I love it. I love it. Here's, that's what you're supposed to do. Well, y'all mentioned something earlier about a post game. Oh. Is, is that missing in the in the in the NBA now or no? Not really. I just think it's not glorified enough because, you know, back in the day, you know, the guards posted you up. Gary Payton, mm-hmm. Mark Jackson, you know, Jordan. these dudes, yeah, Jordan. Like these dudes posted you up. You know, and they took pride in what they did. But nowadays, since they, they want to call it positionless basketball because everybody can do some of everything, I just I just think guys don't use it enough to their advantage. There's no way that I can come off of a screen and not use it enough. And the person that was using it a whole lot before the, uh, he got out the league was Carmelo Anthony. And Carmelo Anthony made sure that he used it a lot his to his mid-range game. The kept his mid-range kept him in the league five more years. And man, because he didn't have no jump, no, <laughs> no spring. Exactly. In the last five years, but that kept him in the league. And that's what we focus a lot on teaching too. Is a mid-range game because it's what people call a lost art. But we teach that a lot. So we do on our on our pages, or whatever. I feel and be. I'm gonna take a little deep, a little deeper from my perspective. He, the fans sometimes tell you something without telling you. If you look at it, I feel like he didn't get the fans' vote for the All Star starting team. It's because he's now he's seven feet, but he's making himself six six. Because we like to see somebody get punished in the paint. Mm-hmm. We we want to see if, if they do the switch and I'm seven feet and they put a guy on me that's six three six four. I'm taking you straight to the paint. And I'm punishing you. We, we as a fan base, we want to see that. I, there's the stuff Curry's of the world. There's the Dame Little's of the world. Mm-hmm. We have those people that are, you know, what they say now, stay in your lane. Mm-hmm. We have people that are in that lane already. I don't have anybody in the paint that re- reminds me of what Shaq did. Shaq dominated the paint. That's what we, as a fan, gravitated to. We wanted to see one or two jams where he dominated the guy. Could he break the rim tonight? You know, at what point was he going to get 30, 34 points and realize no one can stop him? And then turn around and we have discussions about, well, why is he the greatest? <laughs> or why he's not the greatest? You create that You create that a dialogue, right? Mm-hmm. Ooh, again, when you're seven feet and you fade into the three-point line, I know you're not Steph Curry, so I'm not even going to have a conversation about you. So now when it's time to vote, what is special about you, B? You're not. So now everybody you see that gets voted from the All-Star, all the guards or, you know, guys who have dominated that particular lane. So a lot of that, too. Uh, I think Doc Rivers has a lot to do with that. Well, Doc's from the old school, though. Doc, and you know what? And I am and I think Doc was happy at the fact that he didn't get okay. the actual start because it lit something up under See, those guys yeah. do a lot of that to, to get those guys to respond in ways. And I think you'll see and go crazy from here on out yeah. because now he understands the importance of what he can do. And I'm pretty sure those guys are, are like riding his back. And if James Harden is passing in the ball like that and these guys are, are saying, hey, man, we see this every day in practice, you know, go yeah. ahead and go to work. And now that he gets snubbed and everybody knows it, so now he comes to prove a point against the guy who they're pushing. Yeah. 
it couldn't have been written better, and it couldn't have been right on time when they had to play against each other right before the All-Star. Yeah. But who you going to leave off? So you got Kyrie and Durant. That's all it The starters, right. Mm-hmm. Kyrie and Durant, uh, Giannis, Donovan Mitchell, and Jason Tatum. I mean, not that, not that, not that Durant's hurt. I mean, obviously, obviously, you yeah. put he'll, you he'll put MB starter, the starter, but, yeah. but he from the vote, I wouldn't I wouldn't have took Kyrie. He ain't played enough games. We, no, as far as games played this games season, played. he ain't played enough games. Uh, you know, I I, well, I Zion, Zion, Zion as well. Yeah, yeah, he another yeah, one. Yeah. And I'm not saying he didn't play the games because of injury. It doesn't matter. He wasn't on the court. I got you. You, you get what I'm saying? You. you know, so to me, the, those things count. Right. Yeah. So for the web, got Steph, Luca, LeBron. Jokic and like you mentioned Zion. Zion shouldn't be there again. He Zion worse than Kyrie. <laughs> Zion right. played what fifteen games? If that. If. <laughs> yeah, he dominated. Plus, you get the fans. But if he hasn't played enough games, the NBA should be able to fix that. Listen, the fans voted you because you haven't played any games. Yeah, then we're going to take the next best, the next vote from the from players. Them start, and I think people will be okay because with it that. matters. That's bonus money there. Huh? That's a slippery slope. How you mean? The game is for the fans. Yeah, but he's hurt. I don't want to see a hurt a, guy. He's saying a minimum game. I said minimum game, though. Minimum game. So, like, I, you vote, and it's based on a minimum of by this time. Games. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I, no, I, I, I guess it's something like that. No, and, right. and, and I, I say to the fans, listen, we got him on the, on the roster. We have him at starting, right? Right. We understand your vote. We take your vote in consideration. But he only played 20 games. Let the fans know up front. Yeah. And you're good. Put the stipulation yeah, in. You yeah, gotta yeah, play yeah, twenty five yeah. games. Right, yeah. But if you maybe give that, the fans the vote, then you take it from them. Gotcha, you yeah, got a problem. Yeah. Okay. If you like Major League Baseball. Way. Yeah. If, if you do that, then maybe the fans might even vote differently. Yeah. Knowing that, yeah. hey, this guy, yeah. let me go do some homework real quick. That's I right. wanna vote for him, but, but he only he played twenty games, so I'm wasting my vote. That's right. So let me, That's you know, right. put it somewhere where it needs to go. So to your point there, yeah. but I don't know, I'm gonna vote how I wanna vote. Especially with a lot of the kids just going on their phones now and voting where they vote in their favorite. So, do you players? like yeah. that? Do you going to have the ability to now pick the? It's going to be like pickup ball. Exactly. So, the day of, you decide who the teams are going to be for the All Star. Yeah, I'm with that. Oh uh, yeah, I'm, I'm with that. I, I, I like that. The I'm more, that. the more inner reaction I can see behind this, behind the curtain. Yeah, it's like all right, I'm picking young. And we oh, all I'm picking and we and, oh, and, we, and we've all done any mini money mode, pick a dollar by the toe, right. you know what I mean? Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> and we try to go that. around the right way so I get to who I want. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> They've done that a couple of times too. Remember like I want to say two years ago when they had like the draft, you know, Katie. They did the Kitty in the draft Katie, uh, and LeBron and LeBron showed that he got a GM yeah, mind. Right, yeah. Katie was out there like I didn't want to play ball. I didn't want to play ball. <laughs> like, ball. Oh, God. Yeah, <laughs> so they've they've done that, but I think yeah. I think we, I think because LeBron was so good uh-huh. at they the draft, they wouldn't do that. They're like, we gotta, we gotta he's get won every time. I want to say because he's been yeah. so good with, he uh, picked uh, with, with, with preparation. <laughs> he like, picked Steph yeah. first, uh-huh. but he gets people that he plays well exactly. with. Fantasy, fantasy basketball. He's like, oh, this yeah. is what I want. Right, my real this is team. what I want. Right. Yeah. So maybe making it to where, like, you know, it's right before the game or the day of the game. But I don't still, have much. He'll still come in with the sheet of these the guys well, I know I want. If you flip the coin, you know what I mean. That because all about getting that first pick, right? If you get the first pick right, oh, depending yeah. on how you got it set up, again, any mini mini mode. It's still gotta, who you can play with, though. Yeah, yeah. who's uh, who's captain again? LeBron's captain and um, Giannis. Yeah, you're right. So it'll be interesting with it'll be interesting with Giannis coming from a European background. What he might do? I want all shooters with me. If I'm yeah, because it's not like you're playing defense. It's not like you know. Well, toward the end of the game. 
yes. with the Elon ending that they adopted yeah, from the They like be like that as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah that, that makes the game. That, that, that changes things. Yeah. Um, so the Lakers obviously upset about losing to Boston. Um, it was a yeah, foul. I was that live. And then I think what was more impressive was Pat Bell on the put back dunk than anything. Yeah. I got three I got three comments. <laughs> I got three comments. Let me see what, what the what the panel what the panel head said. You know what I mean? <laughs> so one, LeBron dunk it, laying it up. If you really want to get the foul, go hard. Go hard. Like make the foul be known. If you if you kinda know they're not gonna they probably not gonna blow the whistle. It's gonna be 50 50 not gonna blow the whistle. It's not a I mean everybody says the foul was egregious. It was. It was noticeable. It was noticeable. noticeable. I don't know if it was egregious, but it was noticeable, right? <laughs> but again, if he's not dunking the ball, if he's dunking the ball, now that foul becomes egregious. Got a point. Him, him laying it up, in my opinion, being soft with it. Yeah, but you I'm got not... a ref right under the basket. It wasn't like he was on the other side uh-huh. and yeah. couldn't, be, you know. I get you, but if your if ref was out of position, if your ref tells you y'all interview him after the game, your ref says well, he was being soft with the with the layup. How do how do you how do you respond? Ooh, that's tough because that that's a it becomes personal then with the refs. You know, I get you. I get. I get that's okay. not a that's not how they would need to call the game, and that that needs to be just like okay, like one of the guys said he 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 tweeted out the referees need to be fined. You know, that's a slippery slope. It is. Yeah. You know, referees need to be. Well, I just think and that give him a game they, suspension that covers it all. In the game was, suspension too. I, I give him the game, I find them. But if I, if I give him a game suspension, I already find them because they, they ain't getting paid. So I, I, I killed two birds with one stone. Yeah, but I do think <laughs> that the referees, you know, then they came back and said, "Hey, we we made a mistake and everything else like that." But you in the Boston, you in Boston's house. Yeah. So when they say something that we used to call back in the day, home cooking, yeah, 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 you, yeah. It's, it's home cooking. It's home cooking, it's home cooking. And, and to be and, and expected. Yeah, then that's where I'm going. That's right. my that's my next point with LeBron. He did it in the finals too. You got to expect. You probably going. Well, first of all, everybody knows in Boston before the new TDK Stadium, you wasn't gonna get no calls in the old Boston Garden. Right, they, turn, right. they turn the AC off. Yeah. They they make sure one of them one of them floors got a crank in it, right, so right. the ball don't bounce right. Like they did all those things. This is documented. They did all right. yeah. <laughs> make sure they play hockey the day before, so it's slippery somewhere. You know, yeah. <laughs> they did all these things. But Le- LeBron, I'm like, okay, you got to know. You're probably not going to get that call. 50-50 into the game, 50-50 yeah. call. Back to my going harder. I understand that. But then, if you don't get the call, the reaction. My reaction was like, LeBron, you can't throw a 10-year-old temper tantrum. It's you okay gotta to be, be like, you know what? You're yeah. not, you're not gonna give me this game. Let me go in this huddle, yeah. have this conversation with my guys. Listen, they're not gonna give it to us. We gotta go and take it. Because if he's the leader, my how I react. I it trickles down to everybody else. I didn't like the tantrum. I wouldn't have had a problem if he went up and just cussed out one of the rest and was just in his That's face. That's Ham's job. Ham but shouldn't see saying, Ham they, shouldn't see overtime. They're not gonna throw LeBron out. No, but because they knew it was a bad call. Yeah. So you can be mad and upset, but don't go off and fall down on the floor no, and say, yeah. make a snow angel I mean, and do all I mean, that. I mean, <laughs> I mean, he said, he said you know it, happened, like, it happened five times already this season. I know, you know but what I mean? it's, it's a way to and do he, it. Y'all remember that play? He, that was the same play he ran against Indiana. Yeah, y'all right. remember that? And he did it right. LeBron fan. Yeah. No, no, no. Fan. I mean, I'm not, no, I'm not okay. biased, though. No, no, I'm not no, biased. No, no, right. You know what? Okay. So, listen. Yeah. We also, but we also knew going into this season, they had the mandate that they wasn't going to call a lot of those a lot of those 50-50 calls where the yeah. guys, you know, kind of create contact. Mm-hmm. It started really last year where, you know, the shooters would create contact, mm-hmm. kick their feet out, things of that right. nature. 
and you know, and going into this year, they've seen a a tremendous drop in free throw shooting yeah. for a lot of players. Now, granted, your superstars should get those calls, but I still, I'm still. He with put it. up forty. Yeah. Like I could see if he only had like twenty. Yeah. It's like, oh, man, you ain't really been doing that tonight. Now you want to call, but yeah. you know, you played well. I can't believe I'm defending. <laughs> but, <laughs> you put up forty. You playing well, shooting well. You deserve to get that call. Yeah, I'm but not. I'm I, not saying the foul shouldn't have been called. I'm saying what can he do? What could he have done better to get the call? I feel oh, like okay. I feel like the layup was weak. I feel like the same way in the finals. I don't finals, think you could do anything. You don't think so, you could do anything? I don't think you could do anything because I got, I get you. I saw this happen with Shaquille O'Neal. When you are that dominant, it happened with Will Chamberlain. When you're that dominant, they got to call it a certain way. Your team is probably not going to lose. Yeah. Okay. I, I, I get, I, I get yeah. Well, so then, I, so then I'm still more so. My next, I'm still more so on how he handled the call. You can't yeah, snow right. angel, right? You can't. You can't. You, you can't look oh, like the man. Charlie Brown Me. commercial, right? You know he he T-bowing he out here. <laughs> <laughs> you can't. That's, no, you, that's your guy, right. but you can't. No, you're right. I, as a LeBron fan, as the words I've said, I was like, okay. whoa. Right, exactly. But you gotta look at. It. He puts in a lot of time oh, and craft, and so it really got to him. That's what he said. I get it. <laughs> Probably like I'm 38, 20th year. They still can't mess with me, yeah. and the referee's gonna give it to me. Yeah. If I if I was him, I would come back, and I would be physical. I I would just start to understand it. I would change my mindset and say, okay, this is how it's gonna be. Let me rise put, to that. Put it put it, put the onus now back on back yeah, on the rest of the yeah. um, Followed yeah. by. Uh, who was it? Brogdon on Westbrook was called a flagrant one. That was not a well, that was that a, make a, call, exactly. make a call. They knew that was that. a maker's call yeah, because yeah. that was not a flagrant one. That was just a good hard foul. I, I was going to say the reason why I keep but they could stop Jalen Brown in the halftime. Yeah. What he had? Yeah, 13, oh, yeah, 11 yeah. or 13 points in the yeah. halftime. Yeah, I mean, yeah. overtime. Overtime. Yeah. yeah. So Jalen Brown took it like, hey. We escape, yeah. just put him away. At that point of what LeBron mentality I think t- I be. think Jalen has more of that dog in him than, than, than Tatum. Than Tatum. Oh, but, Tatum and, but Tatum has the Kobe shirt and the, yeah, yeah, he was that's groomed all, by Kobe. I'm about to have my R. Batman R. moment. Bane, you wasn't raised in the yeah, dog. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I yeah. think I think I think Brown has gone to. We were talking about earlier. I think Brown has been that guy that probably was the fifth, sixth guy on the bench. Wasn't the one that was uh, initially Wheeler's high as on. Yeah, you know, yeah. Yeah. wasn't up the road. Up the road. So you know, yeah. that's just where I. He's from it, Atlanta, man. You know, I get he it. Got that dog in him. That, that's you know, Wheeler high. <laughs> <laughs> but I, when I seen that play with LeBron too, I thought about the finals. I felt like if Iguodala was trying to dunk that ball. Yeah, it would have been over. Yeah. Or, or, he, gets, he, gets or, or he gets the foul. But you being soft and laying it up, it gets, you know what I mean? It gets beat up. Right. That's <laughs> true. And so, you know, that's why I'm going with LeBron. Like, LeBron, you kind of seen this in your own past. You know, going. I couldn't see LeBron coming to block that shot, though. I couldn't. I mean, yeah. LeBron I, I, was way. Yeah, I, I mean, I get Listen, the man. And J.R. Smith made him. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, that was oh, a yeah, real yeah, play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So, yeah. Uh, are you a Lakers fan or just a LeBron fan? LeBron fan. Wherever he goes, I go, baby. Okay. Uh, <laughs> we, know, we, know, we know quite a few of them. He was in South, he was in South Beach. Right? Yeah. Making sand angels. Then he was in Cleveland. Making snow. In real snow. What did you make of the trade for... I can't remember the young man's name. From uh, wa- from, from the from the uh, Washington uh, Wizards. Yeah, from the Wizards. Um, I don't know. I mean, I think it's a it's a down the road move. 
I don't think it's a right now right fix now. move. It's a down the road to to He's have. a shooter. That dude got game. To maybe that dude got game. He got game. That dude got game. That dude got game. But he need to. Be- is it, a, is, is it a now move or is it when it's, LeBron's it, gone? It's move? a it's a now move to get him prepared to okay. take over because the okay. dude. Okay, so my analogy was with the Lakers, where now they have flipped the script when Brandon Ingram was with the Lakers. Realized they should have kept him. Yes, and, because yeah. he played point for six months. You know, six weeks or so while while they was other players was hurt, yeah. and he started to gain. And they couldn't deal with that because he wasn't going to relinquish the fact that I'm just going to play the back no more yeah. because he had the skill sets. So they had to get him out of there. So now they know that they need it because LeBron is is needing that help, you know, with all these guys. Man, true, man, that dude, man, that dude is a, to me, he's a weaker man, Kawhi Leonard. Okay. Okay. He's how, a weaker man. How, how long do you see LeBron still staying around? I mean, he's in year twenty, right? He'll, he'll be there until Bronny. He'll, he'll be there until Bronny he gets drafted. Definitely will be the Bronny. Okay. Yeah. Okay. He's gonna play with Bronny without okay. question. Okay. Okay. Um, before we leave the NBA, what do the Hawks need to do? Because you, you, you brought up Kawhi. Um, the Clippers just, just came in town Sunday. Saturday. Saturday. Saturday night. Saturday, Saturday night. and one. They need to invest in their stars, man. They need to keep their stars. They letting them get away year by year. You know what I mean? Yeah, the Trey Young was good. You know what I mean? It's good. They got Trey Young and they got Dejounte Murray now. They help, but they need one more. They need one more. Yeah. Um, Miles Turner stayed with um, Indiana. Indiana, so everybody was kind of so, wanting him, but yeah, well, I mean, actually, what the Lakers wanted, they still want Buddy Hill. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I mean, that that's the. I think he winds up staying now too. You're gonna keep, you're gonna keep um, Turner. Turner. Yeah, then now you got to keep, keep an inside presence. You need to keep perimeter presence as well. So Correct. I think that's the setup to keep them. And I think, I think no organization wants to help the Lakers or the Celtics at this point. At this point in time, you know, no team wants to to, to help them. Like they're gonna have to do it organically as much as possible. Um, Celtics have kind of did that already. So you got, you got Brown, you got Tatum. They kept smart. They got the um, veterans too. They got Al some, Horford. Yeah, Al they Horford, got, they got you know, those, those veterans. So they've done it organically on the coaching side as well. That's right. So I think that's where the Lakers are going to have to to focus in on, you know, and now that's what, they got a lot of picks in, what, 27? So that's three or four years from now. Yeah. Um, Ooh, that's a tough spill, pill for Lakers nations to, you know, to go through, especially when you got a superstar like LeBron, and you're probably not going to have no real chance at a at a championship. But this is what they're made of, though. This is where they're going to have to find out. Yeah. Well, yeah. KD stay healthy. Uh, KD? I uh, AD. AD? AD. Yeah, AD. Oh, man. And I love AD. Yeah. AD's got game. But like you say, if he was to get on LeBron's regimen and spend that money, and go ahead and get your body right, you wouldn't have no problems like that. You know, because there's a little tweaks. His his things are tweaks. It they ain't last like last four weeks though. <laughs> yeah. yeah. His his tweaks are like, I'm you know, I'm in my late forties, I don't wanna say, you know what I mean? But yeah. like I get out the bed, I'm like, okay, that hurt and I know it's gonna be there for about two weeks, two and a half weeks. Yeah. He half my age. Less than half my age. <laughs> Nothing should hurt for 24 hours. <laughs> it should hurt yeah. for that moment, and then you should be good. Yeah, he's. Uh, I wish he would take take advantage of what LeBron is doing. Yeah. 
If he was taking a break, like, like, and before he got out the league, Dwight Howard. Man, Dwight Howard is in tremendous shape. Yeah, yeah. That dude like a transformer. Yeah, he over there in, uh, in, in uh, China. Taiwan. 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 And, and having a great time. Yeah. And he can help people now. He can help teams now. Yeah. But like you said, they, man, that dude does his job. They devalue the big man in the NBA. Yeah. Unfortunately. I mean, granted, people don't come off trees seven feet, but they devalue. They've done it in, with the NFL with running backs, too. We'll get to that in a minute. <laughs> no, no. Um, WNBA, so hometown Atlanta Dream picked up uh, Olympic gold medalist Alicia Gray to now have a backcourt with her and uh, Ryan Howard. That's a scary backcourt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you see what the, the Aces did, though, right? The Aces mm-hmm. went and got a CP. We put it all chips in. Right, literally. We're going to run for another one and maybe another one. <laughs> and now um, what? Uh, they trying to get uh, Brianna Stewart to go to New York Liberty, mm-hmm. even KD. Uh, reached out and was like, "Hey, come play with uh, Sabrina Nescu." Well, that's that's good for the WNBA to have. The WNBA does need to have top-loaded teams, yeah, because you need to have in big uh, markets, yeah, like and, Vegas, yeah. like New York, yeah, and you need to have some villains, right? You need to have because I feel like that Vegas move now they are villain. Oh, you're gonna yeah. really load up, right? You're yeah. Load up, yeah. So I'm looking for someone you know to come around. It wouldn't to, be as bad if. Candace didn't win with the Chicago Sky because I think she'd be looked at as KD as oh you going and chasing the ring yeah. but she's won one with her team yeah. so now it doesn't look and then she, as she it doesn't sparks, look bad you know what I mean she got one with the Sparks too right then she brought one home to Chicago, home Chicago like LeBron yeah. now she's going so <laughs> it, it's different yeah. so she'll, she LeBron now <laughs> No, no, no. What no, I'm saying. No, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, what yeah, yeah, yeah. What I'm saying is she's become, I mean, they she didn't have, she didn't have that, um, you know, terrible interview with Jim Gray as the decision. Yeah. I just, well, oh, I, know, yeah. Yeah, he just, <laughs> I had to take he, a shot you, over. You know, you know, you, know, you didn't come until, you don't came to say no chair door, right? Fine. You understand? We know, ain't nobody off limits. I heard it, I done heard it for years. <laughs> well, yeah, I, I mean, I feel like if David can, can become, you know, the, 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 the empire, the evil, the evil empire, like the Yankees were, right. you know, that now that's television, right? Yeah. You know, that's the way you could now promote the sport. So, you know, you get a team. No different than the Yukon women's. For a while we were like, who gonna beat them? Right. Like people watch them. You now wanna, it's South Carolina. Now it's South Carolina. Carolina. So there's a villain, right? <clears throat> you know, there's there's a team that you can root against because they're so good. Yeah. So I think one of the problems with the Aces is um Hambry going and talking about how bad they treated her, like she was pregnant oh, and everything yeah. and how they mm-hmm. dogged her out. And now so now they Not- needed that good PR to bring Candace Parker in, adding her with Asia and Kelsey Plum and Gray. Like not a conversation is airline flights. Yeah. Right. You know, so should is- they be? And you got to think about it. Yeah. What did somebody say? So in college you're on a charter flight. So why do I go up a level in the pros? And I'm back to commercial. And I'm back to commercial. <laughs> you know, that's not fair. Especially when what. Most of the NWNBA is subsidized by the NBA. Yeah, yeah. You know, just because you can't, according to the WNBA, you can't. One team can't do it, and the rest of them not. Yeah. So because, uh, I was about to say Al Davis, Mark Davis, and the Aces, because he can afford to do it, he can't for his players. Mark Cuban and the Mark Cuban, yeah, like they can afford to do it, but the other ones can't. So to even the playing field, it's either everybody can do it or nobody. I mean, listen. The airlines need help now. Y'all should—they should be able they to get some kind of something. some kind of deal with United or somebody. You know what? Get with uh, get with uh, what's the one just combined? Um, uh, us, um the two airlines just combined the one. Um, the one Spirit. Yeah, Spirit, Spirit and, and Frontier. Uh, Frontier. And Frontier. Get, yeah. 
Matter of fact, you know what? We want our two percent. WNBA, call them. They need they need some uh right. Get get together and get some kind of deal where you know y'all and y'all in those cities you do right. intermediate. Yeah. It makes sense. Intermediate flights or whatever, you know. So because yeah. Spirit doesn't have in, in Frontier, one of the reasons why they're probably combining is because on their own they have limited flights. But now together I can open and expand out my flight territory. So. Yeah. Get with the WNBA. Yeah, and Ain't but 30 games. And if they don't charge <laughs> 30 games, 100 and some odd flights, you know, whatever. Probably less than 300, 400 flights. I'm doing my math, cooking my head. So you're talking about two months. Give or take. Give or take out of the year that you yeah. could dedicate. That could work. Yeah. If they don't charge them $90 an extra bag. So. <laughs> y'all know how spirit you've been charged right <laughs> tell me you've been charged without telling me yes, you've I been have. charged yes I have <laughs> um we got a um Australian Open uh Novak Djokovic um Todd. 22. And tied Nadal. Nadal, yeah, Nadal got put overall out in round man. one, right? Huh? Nadal, Nadal got put out round yeah, one. Round, too. round that's one. The, that's, the, that's the course for Nadal. Either he, either he, and I'll show you open anyway, either he gets to the finals or, or he's out early. Tennis guy right here. So you, I see you did the, you, uh. That's you, the male goat. That's okay. It. Oh, so you. That's the male goat. Yeah. I agree. That's, oh, yeah. Okay. He's the I male agree. goat. Okay, okay. And uh, okay. that was his fourth straight mm-hmm. playing because he couldn't play the last two years because right. of the COVID, COVID situation. Now. But he's won the Australian Open playing four straight years, mm-hmm. 10th overall. Mm-hmm. I think that's the most he's ever won is mm-hmm. at the, at the Australian. Australian Open. So right. you put an asterisk by Nadal because... Uh, They're tied right now. But I don't care. I mean, <laughs> all surfaces yeah. is Djokovic. Gotcha. Period. Well, I mean, that, that take away, take, okay, it's if you want to go there, no, take no, away the French. No, and that's the, take away and, and that's, yeah. that's the reason why I said that because we already know it's he top heavy. Right. Nadal. I mean, right. Yeah. Might as well give him the give him the French Open. Yeah. Most likely, right. Gonna, I don't know what's in that in that clay. In that clay. He loves yeah, clay. Power. He's like Dana. <laughs> <But> yeah. <laughs> grass, hard yeah. court, anything else is it's Djokovic. It's Djokovic yeah. all around. Okay. And then um, Arana Sablinka. One for the women. That was her first one, but she's off to an amazing start. She's 11 and 0 in 2023, and she only lost one set, and that was in the finals um, that she lost. So, we gotta give Osaka, of course, was pregnant. Yeah, she, she is she's pregnant. Like, well, I'm about to go to Coco. Did Coco pretty well. She made it to the third she round, lost right? Before the quarters, right? Third mm-hmm. round. So I mean, I don't know just the deepest that she's been. Uh, in the Australian. Oh, it is. Okay. Yeah. And then, um, but I think the American side on the men and the women have represented themselves pretty well. Mm-hmm. You know, now that the Williams sisters are gone, Osaka has kind of let us know that tennis is not her world. Like she, well, I mean, not she, just, I mean, I had nothing, I mean, I had no problem with her, you know, starting a family with her, but even right. before that, we just, we just knew mm-hmm. that she wasn't going to carry the crown Correct. that we know that, that yep. Venus it, it and Serena her. did. It, it wasn't her. her. No. So now there's a power vacuum mm-hmm. on the women's side at the top. And the men haven't on the American side. The men haven't been relevant. Not at and, and and who knows when? I can't. Yeah. And they're not gonna be. Not since No, really. Not just still. I played in JTL. Okay. They cut that out. You had you had. Uh, I mean, you had the the oldest Shelton. You had a whole bunch of talent athletes from my side of town. That's gone oh, now. Okay. So and they like, can't beat the Europeans because the Europeans play like us. So it's almost so it's like. So is Tiafo or nobody? No, he's not. Well, yeah. 
It's yeah, Tiafo and it's France nobody. is a nobody. For, right. Yeah. So so you basically saying tennis has the same problem that Major League Baseball has now. Where you know you kind of cut out the inner city, you don't have programs. I see what you're saying, but I'm just trying to gro- I, growing am I, up am I all for I watch baseball. Okay. Because baseball, all the stars look like us. Yeah. You name they all look like well, us. They don't anymore now. They're from the Caribbean, right. and, Caribbean. And, and Hispanic nations. You know what I mean? Well, so, we'll talk to Gary Sheffield. And I know somebody that knows him down in Tampa. What they did was all of the inner city programs to get us into baseball, yeah. they moved them down to Latin America. Okay. And Gary Sheffield even said it out. He said, listen, the reason they did that is because they're dark like we're dark. However, we know what we deserve over here. And they'll come over here and do whatever they tell them. For no, I was doing my fingers money. <laughs> yeah. 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 So. Speaking of which, the only person that got in was Scott Rowland on the um, Hall of Fame ballot. Well, we, need to do a petition. we need Thank to do, you. We need to do a petition here in Atlanta. We need to go ahead and get Dale Murphy in. And Andrew Jones. And Andrew Jones. If you put the numbers up without hey, faces. Hey, Dale Murphy should be in. Dale Murphy should be and in. Dale Murphy was Mr. 1980s, period. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. He should be in. How did Scott Rowland get it? Like, I understand not putting anybody in. That's what they did not, that's what they did not want to do. Because they've they done that three times now, and more recently it was, what, two years ago? I, they didn't want to have another. With Scott Rowland, Scott Rowland numbers were doing the, the steroid era, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I feel like now anyone that's kind of kind of getting these next few years are going to be the guys that they can say, you know what, he was clean. So it's a, to me, it's another. But you can't, I know, you no, can't no, no, say I, that. I, I right. understand, but this is what I know. I know this what they're I got you. I got you. you know, I got they, your point. This is another way that they're sticking it to the, to right. the steroid guys. You know, I'm going to put Scott Rowland in. And then whoever comes up, if they were, if they had these numbers doing the steroid errors and they're perceived to be clean, I'm going to put them in. Now, it does a That's dis, a it does a dis, it's a joke, but it does a disservice to this whole hallow ground right. about having the right. guy with these numbers. You, I just. Right. Put the steroid guys in and let's keep it moving. Right. Build, I, build a separate room for them. Or and... people like Mike Clevenger. <laughs> Mike Clevenger for the White Sox who just got um, um, uh, arrested for alleged, uh, what was it, domestic, domestic violence and child abuse. Mm-hmm. You want to talk about character. They always mm-hmm. want to talk about the character being the Hall of Fame. Right. Well, you can't have that. And, and I'm not saying that he's going to go on to be right. uh, have great numbers. He might. I don't know. Because well, we know he'll get a second chance. Right. But if we're going to put character, then if you've had those kind of allegations, then you shouldn't get in. Yeah. I, hey, I'm with you. I just, to me, the, the, the writers and the, the, the older heads that are still doing the voting, they are you know, hell-bent on not, their focus is still the steroid era. And they yep. indirectly or directly are telling people, who we gonna put in because of that? But they pick who they want. That's Poppy it. got busted. Poppy's yeah. on the list. Yeah, right. Big Poppy, mm-hmm. he got in. But Big Poppy didn't ever embarrass them. The one thing Big Poppy never did—he was a big, fun, lovable guy. And yeah. I mean, from where? Yeah, from you just mentioned it earlier. Okay. From the <laughs> right. From the right. From the right. 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 I, I thought to that point, I thought A Rod had done a lot more outside of baseball, being mm-hmm. um, covering the World Series, doing stuff. His was 35%. I expected him to be in the 50, 60 range to be, I don't know if they would ever put him in, but have the numbers, right. his uh, percentage they will on never the ballot be that up there. They'll never be that They'll egregious. never put A-Rod in? A-Rod was always on steroids. I, I know, Texas, but... Texas, like every place he went to, but he was at, on it. But look at what he's done <laughs> since then. You know I get what I'm it, saying? But you become more likable. It's the like writers. Poppy did. It's the writers. Right. They yeah. may put him in. Now, if they think, like him enough. 
but down yeah, the road. Because Big Poppy, the media, I don't think they'll things. get that egregious. Like everybody knows, it's it's one thing not to know. Like we all know Bond, Bond never convicted. But as far as the media and what's in everybody's mind, we know Bonds, we know uh, Clemens, Clemens, Palmero. We know right. those guys are S, right? Like those right. are the the despicable seven, right? You know, okay. all those guys. Yeah. But Manny Ramirez was thirty percent. But part of that, part of that despicable seven was A Rod. Right. Matter of fact, A Rod was the first one. Right. He's the leader. He's the leader. Like I said. From day one at Texas, he was on it. <laughs> You're right. You're right. And that's how he got 250. Yeah, none of his numbers should count. Like, at least with Barry Bonds, never he, convicted. He was a Hall of Famer. But he was in, a Hall of Famer. And we cut yeah. off his career at Pittsburgh. Yeah, when his yeah. hair was this small, he's a, he was he, still a Hall of Famer. He's a Hall of Famer, right. Wow. Okay. Ba- Barry, Barry was that bad. But you know, it's such a. He, he, when you look back at that era, do you remember right after the strike, nobody wanted to watch baseball? Oh, they saved baseball. Yeah. Bud Selig and all of them turned their heads. McGuire, they knew these guys were doing they, this. They in the, they, they were doing this in the dugout. They saved it. And they like, listen, let, chicks like the long ball. Right. Yep. Sosa and McGuire, that yep. summer, yep. Was brought baseball back. Bud Selig is in the Hall of Fame. He's in the Hall of Fame and he's he the presided the over he this. He presided over everything. <laughs> that, listen, okay. justice all over the place. <laughs> <laughs> right, let's go NFL. Before we get to the games, um, we're gonna have some games in London and Germany next uh, year. I, 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 uh, <laughs> one of our Rick, you our boy, but Greg, you know, Greg always said that's never gonna happen. They wasn't gonna have no uh, overseas league, and I always told it's Greg, coming. Greg, they're gonna, they gonna have football on Tuesday. It's gonna be, <laughs> yeah, they are. It's gonna be a Tuesday so night it's football. Two games in Germany <laughs> and four in London. Oh, mm. the league is coming, baby. Wow. wow. Shaw Khan's been trying to get the Jaguars over there for a minute now. It's coming. Hey, they gonna figure happen. it out. They gonna figure it out. I, I figure Mexico City would probably city. be the easiest. It's easy. Um, as far as travel, geographical yeah. travel, yeah. Have the Aztec League. But once the they start, once they start, <laughs> yeah. they look for London next. Yeah. Yep. Extend the season out two more weeks to take right. up to take, to take the, up to take up the travel time. Yep. And yep. extend, you know, to make sure it's fair, or whatever. Um, it's it's the money, baby. Is there? Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. They, they probably spend all their time. How do we get into that? Football. That's right. Market. Because that's the real money. World right. football. World football is the real money. How do we get into that market? You know, yeah. Jacksonville has been now. Jacksonville is good. That's the one thing they never really had a good. Jacksonville was never good, so everybody follows winners, oh, right? Oh, they were. <laughs> yeah. and, and, and led the league in attendance back in the late nineties. With Brunel, Jimmy Smith, Fred Taylor. Yeah, when right. they first came on. I'm from Jacksonville. That's okay. Dude, hey, listen, I'm about to Duval. do I'm looking for a new team. I'm yeah, he looking for a new team. team. I'm looking for a new team. But, <laughs> but when they really started them going to London, mm-hmm. they were kind of having those lean. Yeah. And then what? Five years ago, when all y'all needed to do was just get rid of uh, Bortles, mm-hmm. y'all probably would have still had the best defense ever. No doubt. But you, yeah. but you decided to keep that Bortles. A, that was and a top three decided, defense. That was hard. Everybody that was Tom to Coughlin. Yeah, yeah. That was yeah. Tom Coughlin. And then in 2017, when we beat uh, Tom Brady there at Gillette, and they stole it. Yeah. Referee shaking his hand, laughing after the game. <laughs> we saw that. Oh, wow. It was. But if they're good... And they seem to be on that trajectory. They seem to have a, a quarterback that has a face for TV mm-hmm. and, and sunshine. <laughs> yep. <laughs> um, what's his name? Um, Bobby Trevor Sunshine. Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence. Lawrence. Yeah. You're going to see the attendance is there, but now you're going to see probably it's going to be easier to market, right? It's going to yeah. be easier to have. Again, I wouldn't be surprised if they 
start having two games with Jacksonville over there. Just to, if we're going to talk about going down this road of expanding into an international. What, what's made it way. difficult already is Jacksonville is one of your best football markets. I mean, growing up. So y'all lose two games, though, when that happens. Right? Yeah, and that's. Again, Jacksonville's a great market. That's why it hadn't happened already. He wants to be over there. He owns one of the largest soccer teams sense. over there, Shaq Khan. We, we had 18 teams. I mean, 18 games. 20. <laughs> That's how I fix that. So I yeah. can keep my two extra games and get my two over there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They, and That'll the, work. Even with the 18 games now, they need to add an extra bye week anyway. I still think it's unfair to have these, these guys play and then – have to play a short, short week going into the on a Thursday night, night and then get but a, then you get a, a de facto, a de fact, right. you know what I mean, de facto, whatever. But when did so. fair ever count in the NFL? Not, oh, yeah, I, I get it. You know, I get it. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Thursday, night, Thursday night? Come it's, on. It's, yeah. it's, it's about as much as the baseball cares about fairness and how they, how they vote for Hall of Fame. Okay. That's true. That's true. Uh, Eagles took care of business against the 49ers. Even though they brought Purdy, got knocked what out. What has Shanahan done? Shanahan, you need to apologize. And Johnson apologize. comes in. Apolog- he gets knocked out. He gets knocked out. I, the only problem I had with Johnson is you got to die for that ball. When it's a loose ball, you got to go all out to get it because the one thing you can't have is turnovers. You got to have man, a mistake to the yeah, game man ain't to played. give yourself a shot. That man ain't played. That man, 15 years and 2,000 yards passing. Yeah. What do you expect me to do, coach? At least grab, hold on to the ball. I'm not blaming them for the fumble. I'm just saying, don't have alligator arms trying to get it. That's all. That's why he's so long in the league. That's why he's not. <laughs> Thank you. Hey, hey, hey. Fair point. Fair point. That, that man had no. When he woke up, when he woke up, no, they thought, how did I get here? When he, <laughs> when he, I got to go to Cabo. I don't have time to go down there with a sling in my. He's like, how did I get here? Uh, I did not wake up this morning to, to, to do this. To do this. No, no, no. <laughs> and then, um, Cincinnati lost to the Chiefs. Chiefs. Finally got their get back after yeah, Burrow went three and to start. I'm gonna be fair with this with this these next couple of comments because I was really hoping that Burrow won so I could really go hard on Mahomes. That didn't happen. Right. But I'm gonna. I was disappointed. I was telling um, Rick before we got on air. I was disappointed in the game plan that Cincinnati came into the game. To me, to me against Buffalo, they protected mm-hmm. those three new uh, old linemen mm-hmm. by running the ball. Right. In this game, they came out and were like, you know what? We want to get at the back end of Kansas City's defense, which is the weakest. Right. But you can't do that without establishing the run. All the right. teams that got there ran the ball effectively. So you got to continue that. But give credit to Kansas City to, for stopping the run no. and making them say, you know what? Let's try to attack. The one thing of, that they did, I haven't never seen Kansas City do do on this on this last three to five year run with their defense. I've never seen them move Chris Jones around. Chris yeah. Jones, really, he uh, was a yeah. he took a, he was he, MVP. He was looking like yeah, he, was. he was looking like yeah, was. Aaron Donald to me. Yeah, he, was. he was on the the left tackle. Right. They were like, find a weak spot. Right. He was pro find over here. Yeah. Pro over here for a couple of plays. Yeah. Okay, then slide in the middle. It's not dead. Then slide to the right, and then he he. He found holes on all the whole line. Yeah. But to me, because they were passing the ball, like, what's, what's well, easier? Look at, run block or, or pass I, block? I understand, but when you got a player like Jamar Chase, that can just go get it at any time. But the two interceptions were to Jamar what, Chase. What, what did I they tell were the T. Higgins. But what did I tell so you? even at that. But what did I tell you? <laughs> it's the team that has the identity. I said that last week. Mm-hmm. You saw it with Philly. They yeah. were like, we run the ball regardless. Right. 
You know that, that's our identity. Yeah. This is what we do. That's right. Kansas City did the same thing. They don't have a running game, so they threw the ball. Now, granted, there were long handoffs, you know, yeah, some yeah, short yeah. passes with yeah, Mahomes because yeah, yeah. he's Three not mobile. Plays, all that kind of stuff, yeah. Cincinnati didn't go with their identity. I'm saying, they came into the game. I don't know what the game plan was, but whatever it was, it wasn't working. And even if it wasn't working, they were still tied with two, some, two yeah. minutes to go in now, the game. Now, I do feel bad for an old boy that pushed Mahomes. He didn't realize. I, when I, yeah. It, it was a it, no, no. It I was, it not, was a foul, foul but yeah, yeah. I, feel, I, feel I feel bad. I feel bad. I, I actually feel like if you go back and look at it again, that I was. feel like he might have been trying to hold him, his own self up because he he jammed yeah. his knee. Oh, he had extended that knee. Yeah, so I feel like but he, he was, realized he was just trying to get to him. And then, yeah, yeah. I, I don't. It wasn't vicious. I had no problem with the call. It was yeah, the correct was call, correct, right? Yeah. Call. Nah, there was about nineteen other calls. That game was so choppy. The refs, if you want to give a grade. The third down, they stopped him and got the ball back yeah. with two minutes. So the defense was your did opportunity. The defense Eli Apple held. It was a clear yeah. holding yeah, call. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah, it was. Yes, you can blame the refs at some no. point, but some of it you got to take accountability. Yeah. I'm not. Yeah. Excuse, I'm not blaming the refs in the point of what well, that's the, that, the that, reason that, why right. Cincinnati lost. I'm blaming the refs in which I should. I want to come out of a game and not even talk about the refs. Yeah. Right. right. We came out of that game talking about and it was calls. like. People got three, three, six downs six to get, down, right. get nine yeah, yards. Yeah, yeah. We got four or five different calls to where one was grounding and one wasn't. Yeah. Like, we got too many calls to where everybody was like, well, you called it on this side. Right. Why you ain't you called call it over here? Side. Right. And so then, now we had this conversation with, did all the bad calls even up? Nope. <laughs> no, they didn't. You know what I mean? I don't think they did either. But who's the Timothy Donahue for football? Oh, well, should, I, should I? Should I? Should, yeah. Leave that alone. Okay, I leave it alone. I leave it alone. I leave it alone. I leave it alone. Because he some, somehow he winds up always being the one. You sitting like on all these calls. You like when the rough in the passer comes up, he's in all these games. I heard uh, what's his name, uh, Randy McMichael, say on the radio today. I'm not saying that it's rigged, but for those people who say it is, I understand. I know it's not rigged, but I understand why y'all think so. Well, I mean, well, listen, that's what he said. Wait, hold on, hold on. We got Black History Month coming up, right? Yeah. I got a different. Got to have opinion. two black quarterbacks for the first time. I'm about to call. Right. How about that? I'm about to call. I'm about to so call. League, Dr. I'm about to call Dr. Umar on one know. of them. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say, and one of them identifies as black. The NFL spent a whole lot of money to make sure they, have, not, listen, they you know, yeah. they do their social justice. Yeah. So this is part of the social justice. This part of the social justice. Two black uh, quarterbacks. <laughs> <laughs> Can we? For the first time. You, hit, you hit a home run and you threw a softball. You threw a softball for me. I hit, I hit it too. I Can we give a shout out to Averion Hurts, Jalen Hurts' father? They don't talk enough about him. Oh, yeah, yeah, He's a yeah, football, yeah, yeah. Coach. football coach. He molded that young man. He's no different than the Mannings. That's right. Talked about them earlier. That's no right. different than the Mannings. That's right. I agree. And actually, her story, talking about being embarrassed on the national stage oh, twice. Man. To be twice. Twice. Yeah, to twice. Be against twice. Um, at Alabama. At, at the, the national and championship then, game. Then he got benched um, his first year in Philly. In Philly. Yeah. Yeah. He got benched. Which, sure did. Yeah. Sure so look how he handled it. Yeah, look how he right. handled yes. it. That's a coach's son. Mm -hmm. Yep, it is. That's it's a coach's like, son. Hey, you know, we go deep. back in the lab. That's right. I can control what I can control. control. Yeah. And it worked out. And we talked about we came on air. Granted, they're going to give Mahomes the MVP. Mm -hmm. But I feel like 
my 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 vote was hurts before he got hurt. Yep. And to me, it should have got stronger looking at how Philadelphia oh, played two. the two games that he wasn't there. Yeah. Right. Like they really could have been going into this into the to the playoffs seventeen and one. Right. Yeah. Uh, before we get out of here, <laughs> Super Bowl predictions. Eagles. 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 Uh, <laughs> he a LeBron fan. He gonna say something different. <laughs> nah. He, he with Team Light Skin. Oh, oh wow! <laughs> oh, wow! Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> I can't wait till this over with. Man. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't make a pick. I'm right with the Eagles. Eagles. Though, okay. Follow okay. D- Eagles. Eagles. Yeah, Eagles. Follow DNA Sports Talk on Twitter. DNA Sports Talk on Instagram. DNA Sports Talk on Snapchat. DNA Sports Talk on Meta. Reach us directly. DNA Sports Talk at Gmail. Website. www.dnasportstalk.com. Back here next Monday. On WWE 1100 AM. Welcome to DNA Sports Talk. This is Don the D and DNA. This is Ace of the A and DNA. Where we come to you live each and every Monday, 7 to 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. On WWE AM 1100. iRadio Now. iHeartRadio. TuneIn Radio. Where we bring the facts about sports. If you don't agree, say so. Oh, wow.